0: rich are you recording uh that's none of your
1: business <laughs> i am recording <laughs> <That's> not- <laughs> you stay out of my life <laughs> you're not my dad
2: <laughs> yep. you are listening to the chomp cast the official podcast of sword chomp and swordchomp.com we know that life is precious and your time uh... is valuable so thank you Oh, thank you, baby, for making our show a part of your day. You better leave that in, Shay. Hopefully we can return the favor by enhancing the grind of life just a little bit. You know, the Chompcast gives you double life experience points. Uh, <laughs> uh, every show is also streaming and downloadable at swordchomp.com. Of course, you can go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating, pretty please. Spotify, and a lot of people use that. Every major podcast outlet is going to have the show. Um, so you know, if you're feeling really frisky, subscribe, leave this kind of reading. It means a lot to us. And uh you can also head on over to patreon.com slash if you want to help fund this depraved operation. We have an amazing show today, all right. As uh, one Twitter user summed up perfectly, uh <laughs> the whole quarantine slash Animal Crossing situation is the exact opposite energy of the summer of Pokemon Go. Uh, as, and then another Twitter user chimed in the summer of togetherness versus the summer or I'm sorry, the spring of isolation. And that is the times that we are living in. Um, but that does make for some really interesting show content. Um, we'll be discussing a ton more animal crossing and Shay finally tore into doom eternal. And I'm about to rip it a new one. Um, so we will discuss more Doom and more Animal Crossing, hopefully to the delight of you, the audience, because let's face it, that's all anybody is mostly playing right now, I think. If I forget anything, just yell at me later and we can talk about that too. We have a brief topic of the show as we discuss the impact of the coronavirus and how it will uh, impact gaming this year. Will new consoles be released? Will The Last of Us 2 feel too real? Um, all that and more, and we got help from the Swordchomp Instagram community, um... For the topic of the show. So uh it's it's gonna be an incredible show. Not to mention poll topics to run down at the very end where things usually get a little bit crazy. Everything from Animal Crossing review bombing to spitting in your lover's mouth. What is that? A saliva kink of sorts? Um, all that and more on this week's show. Joining us from New York, the one and only Rich Meister is here. How's it going? I'm down here at Ground Zero. Ground zero. You know, I I was looking for quotes today for the show, Rich, and I saw one that made me think of New York. Okay, um, it's from George R. R. Martin, and you got two out of three. He said, uh, "What sort of gods make rats and plagues and dwarfs?" Um, George R. R. Martin. So you have the plague and the rats. So we also have dwarves. Well, that's that, that's true. We had those that's before.
0: True. It was, but you're yeah. not a dwarf. Yeah. So no, that would be, I, I, I mean it,
2: that's not what they like to be called it, anymore, guys. That what hate to be the PC police here. Can I tell you that wasn't even what I was talking about?
0: I was just talking about the MTA workers. They live underground. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. okay they mine too griddly and too deep. Send your hate <laughs> mail to George R. R. Martin. Okay, we take no responsibility. Um, I think the, the the dwarf comment obviously would refer to you, Rich. Experiencing Why? dwarfism. So. I, I don't play Dwarf Fortress anymore. <laughs> that's a god Dwarf Fort. That's a low. If someone knows what Dwarf Fortress is, man, you're in for.
0: If that doesn't knows... seem
2: like a a hard thing to know, a well, Dwarf think Fortress is pretty niche, honestly. I a lot of people you play guys, Dwarf Fortress. You, you
1: guys heard of hamburgers? Any of you guys
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> hamburgers <Okay>.
1: are. <laughs> like...
3: <I'm... laughs> I love the idea that that. You ever had a frankfurter?
2: Um, I you know there's no dwarfism there. Glad to have you, Rich. Surviving epicenter. Um, I do have a mild case of dwarfism.
0: Of what? The, of what? You're really harping on the dwarfism thing. D- dwarfism
2: of the penis. That's the that's the joke because it's stunted. <laughs> ha! <laughs> wow, that was quite a laugh coming in from Japan, bellowing through my ears from Shay Layton. Professor is here. Hey. hey! 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 Arthur Fonzarelli, hey everyone in the house, We're feeling loopy. Hey, Shay, I threw Shay a bone this I, week. He, go ahead, Shay. Sorry, go ahead. Tell me about the Fonz. I said I am feeling loopy. I'm trying to get jazzed up, excited. I've been. I'm not like I'm technically not even quarantined, but I'm. I've been self quarantining and going crazy. It's nice to be able to talk to other humans. Mm-hmm. It's felt so long. What have you? Who have you been talking to? To if <laughs> have you haven't been talking to humans, myself, myself. As I'm playing Doom, or earlier this week when I was playing Ori, like you fucking idiot, you fucking stupid, you fucking suck. Just telling myself all the things I definitely want to hear
3: yeah.
2: as I'm playing these games. Sounds hot. It, it really it really does. <laughs> Kinky. Um, Shay, I had to I threw Shay a bone this week, guys. He's had a rough go in the polls lately. Did not throw a Richard Bone because he was not. He did not make amends for the Final Fantasy VII disaster. Uh, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> but Shea did make amends, um, and most of our audience, eighty-five percent, said that yes, the review bombing situation going on with Animal Crossing is childish. Mm. Uh, Josh, I used you as an. I technically you were not anti. I just used you as an example. Uh, you were the pro. <laughs> I threw you in as a, a martyr for the yeah. pro i'm surprised so many of our community are so wrong oh that's a hot take pro review. Mm-hmm. well most people were saying josh that they get it that way that's joshua fowler joining us from michigan uh telling everyone they're wrong um which is what he does so you should get to know him well hi to... you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> cool just... stuff do you have an opinion on something because it's inaccurate yes um how you start conversations josh you are pro <laughs> review bombing in this case is that what you're saying bombs away i am pro review bombing in situations where it
1: makes sense so as a general rule it's, they're not great however in situations kind of like like this one the 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 exact complaint had to do with additional people playing the game on a console, which is never going to come up in reviews. It's never going to be a thing that's touched on because everyone getting it is getting their copy to review, reviewing it, and moving on. And uh, the issue with the game was that everybody else on a console does not get the same experience as, uh, as the first person to play it. Uh, and that kind of needed to be addressed... And uh, hopefully, hopefully Nintendo does something about it. And hopefully, I think the responsible way to review Bomb at this point is if someone addresses your complaints, you fix your poor review uh, at that point once it's been addressed. But who knows? Because Nintendo is not great at listening to complaints a lot of times. And also, most people who review Bomb are not great at fixing their reviews once. Complaints have been addressed. Exactly. So. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Or being people. If if in theory, if in theory they went back to fix their reviews, sure, I'd be all on board for it. But like that's expecting everyone to be above board. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna rate this bad, and I'll check back in a few months. And people are like, eh, fuck this game, and then they then they never check it again. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of those review bombs. To be fair, Josh, because I did read through some of them, are not even constructive criticism. They're like, "Fuck this game, no two islands," bah. and that's it. And <laughs> or they didn't even. There's try- yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's lazy. It's lazy, and they they're not even trying. It's, it's not a like principle. A- it's not a principle. Well, I feel like <clears throat> right, like even if they were like, I gave this game a one star because, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, um, I can only have one island on this game and the fact that the audio and video or uh, excuse me the uh, the sound effects and the music in the game are not two separate sliders which makes it difficult for me to control the volume on each one of those either it's an all or nothing thing if these things get fixed i will come back and um review my review of the game but until then i feel that this is an egregious error something like that then yeah we're cool we're cool that's good. I always that's expect fine, but... really
0: highbrow reviews from 360 no scope x20
2: <laughs> well you know if he's taking t- the time to learn how to 360 no scope he can he can he can write an... how to write a review <laughs> yeah write an informed review <laughs> It's it's an interesting situation that I would and look Shay you you did get the a, a W there so things are good you know, turn it around doesn't like Animal Crossing but Animal Crossing gave him the W how ironic is that uh, it's a twisted mm-hmm. world that we live in um, but it is interesting to to Josh's situation I wonder if reviewers were allowed to like share the the island with. It's it's hard for me to imagine that maybe they weren't allowed to share their island with their kids or family members, but maybe they were not. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that they well, weren't allowed, but... Whether it, they you, were or not, it wouldn't have
1: been the issue, because they would have needed a second f- person to completely review the game from that perspective is kind of the issue. Well,
0: also, there's really no time for that when you're reviewing a game. Yeah. You're kind of bum-rushing
2: to get through it. Okay, well, we'll talk more about that later. That's a, fun, that's a fun thing to talk about. Interesting. Hi, Dad. Dad, can I try... <laughs> Dad, can I try the new Animal Crossing? Billy, no! I told you, get out of my office when I'm working. Dad! I, I love Tom Nook. Get out of my office. This is serious business. All right, just gonna get these peaches. Gonna get these
3: oranges.
2: Look, that kid might love Tom Nook, but our audience... Is very torn on Tom Nook. I have some poll results on that later. Let mm. me tell you. Um I am General Mountain Time here in Montana Morgan. If you're nasty, and you know what, this is going to be a fun show. Sometimes I switch it up. And General Mountain Time, if you're nasty, Morgan, don't oversell it. Um, I'm really, I mean, really, I'm not that nasty because I'm not really into the whole spitting in the mouth thing. We'll talk about later. But um, we have a we have a fun topic of the show today because. The coronavirus has affected our world, and it's all we really think about generally now, so it'd be an interesting topic of the show. Um, actually, right before the show launched, uh, which is pretty cool, um, I was reading an article at Kotaku that was perfectly timed for me to give an introduction to this topic. Literally, the it just dropped, um, written by Ethan Gotch, or Gok, whatever the, his name is, and we'll just go with Gotch, okay, and... Before you guys correct me, Sony and Microsoft put out vague statements about how COVID-19 will affect their games. And Sony said in their vague statement, although no issues have emerged so far, Sony is carefully monitoring the risk of delays in production schedules for game software titles at both its first-party studios and partner studios, primarily in Europe and the U.S., the company wrote. Sony added that it has reopened manufacturing plants in China that had previously been closed. Uh, However, three other plants, two in Malaysia and one in the UK, remain shut down until at least April 14th. Um, They also confirmed the company has employees working from home in some of its offices across Europe, U.S., and Japan, Uh, which is interesting. And Microsoft's head of Xbox Game Studios, Matt Booty, that's quite a name, Matt Booty, um, shared this statement with GameSpot late yesterday each studio is facing unique challenges and constraints depending on its particular location and many of our external development partners around the world are similarly affected it read in part we are supporting our studio leaders to make the right decisions for their teams and their individual games during this challenging time basically a nonsense statement yeah, yeah, yeah we're doing good stuff um but sony's was interesting to me i think a little bit more because they sounded like they were almost saying hey for the most part everything still appears to be on schedule so I the, the big question I have for you guys right to start kind of kick things off here and I'll get some comments in later is are you guys worried at all I'll throw it to you first Rich are you worried at all that the consoles that we are so curious about are going to be pushed at all to 2021
0: um I think it's a possibility I don't know if I consider myself like overtly worried about it or anything what odds give me some uh, odds tell me some uh odds. I'd, I'd never tell me the odds Um I I don't know. Uh it's hard to say. I think the manufacturing plants reopening is a good sign and you get most of the manufacturing that's not done in the US. I I don't know that it'll be that difficult come time to properly manufacture the consoles, but that stuff will be booting up pretty soon, I would imagine. Um and there might be shipping constraints. There's a distinct possibility that their plans get offset for both Microsoft and Sony. It's, uh, it's a big endeavor and a lot of the workforce is in fact down right now and for the foreseeable future it's hard to say when things are going to be back up into full
2: production. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, what's your opinion on the, on either the consoles or both those statements that we I just read from them in general or your personal feeling?
1: Um, I mean, it depends on what stage they get stuck it, with any of these issues coming up. Um, because if it's just a matter of low stock, I think they'll come out and we'll just have really low stock because consoles have released that way before and done successfully. I think after after everyone saw the Wii and realized that you can just not have enough stock if you've got a product that people want to buy, I think they're going to try to do everything they can to hit that holiday release window. Um, mm-hmm. But I again, the, there's so many moving parts there. That uh, it it still could be pushed, but I think I think it's more likely that we just see low stock than none. But uh, it's really it's really hard to say at this point. Uh, yeah,
3: well, I'm I'm
1: way general. more worried about the play date being pushed till next year.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that, Josh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Time moves in a very strange way. We were talking about this earlier. Uh, Forward, Shay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how how it you know it's only march 27th i keep i keep thinking like we're much further along in this so it's hard for us to sometimes project that far down in the future when time is at a standstill but what what's your take on this um first off sony saying that they've reopened some of their um their studios and whatnot i'm not really surprised like i I'm, I'm a little surprised they did it in china um to be honest with you but Like I told you guys before the podcast, that Japan is really not taking this seriously. And I talked about it last week, so I'm not going to go too extensively into it. But they still haven't been taking it very seriously. So I I expect that as far as Sony is concerned, at least on this side of the world, all things are moving along as they have been for the most part. Uh, a A lot of positions and jobs and whatnot, people are still going to work. So that makes sense to me that they would reopen studios, um, yeah, studios elsewhere because I feel like some countries on the side of the world are not taking the situation seriously enough. But yeah, a lot of those statements that you read just sounded like PR basically, people are <laughs> people are bored and are like, let's type up a statement to fill up other or fill in other bored people is kind of what those statement sounded like in some regard, but I also think that because people have a lot more free time that they want to be updated now. they want to know what's going on. and the truth of the matter is a lot of people don't know what's going on or what the future is going to hold. so that's the best statement they can give right now. I uh I don't really think that many games are going to be delayed uh, at least for this year. A, f- a few may be delayed and they may use the coronavirus as an escape, but if any are delayed, it's due to the fact that they just haven't been... Largely, not exclusively, I don't want to make a a, a completely blanketed statement, but largely because they, they're just not prepared or ready yet, and that was before yeah. all this stuff happened. I Because I know that there are many, many ways for people to work on these games remotely, and... So I I don't think there's going to, there are going to be a lot of delays, but I think one of the big things that we're going to see changing is like with a lot of these bigger developers, I think we're going to start seeing some people work more remotely. I think that is going to start pushing for that culture. I think that is a great possibility going forward. Obviously, small devs or small indie studios, they already do that stuff anyways, or they work in a small office together. So it's not really going to affect them too much. If yeah. anything, we might see more indie games come out as a result, but like with the bigger studios, I could see there being like I could see there being a culture push to have more um more people working from home, yeah, do you think I was worrying about uh I See, I really thought that the console... I think Sony had, to me, the best chance of being delayed just because they've shown the least amount. Um, and that's why I was the most concerned about them because Microsoft, feel like they've shown much more than Sony, ha- Sony has, obviously. So that's why I was a little more concerned there. But their statement actually seemed more reaffirming. And obviously, these things can change. But yeah, I mean, it would be kind of convenient for them if they just don't feel like the... Not to be cynical, but if they don't feel like the PS5 is going to have a exciting launch lineup or it's not going according to plan, just, hey, you know, let's bump mm. this back a little bit. I you still want your opposite. new box yeah. on the shelves. I don't think it's that at all.
1: For the holidays. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like, if they don't make it for the holidays and then also are out after the competition, they may as well scrap the whole machine at that point. Um, yeah.
2: Just, well, but we don't know when the competition's launching. I mean, Xbox is
1: saying this. Yeah, I mean, there's still no... Solid dates on any of these, which is, you know, even without, Odd. even before this, you would have thought that they would have been, yeah, starting to talk dates, and that's not been a thing yet. So I don't, Hm I don't think it'll it's, get pushed to all the way till next year. But I think they're taking too much of a loss to do that.
2: Yeah, okay. that seems like it's just not worth it for them. I, so minimal uh, shipment is what you. I don't. I don't know if I agree with you guys on that because I I see I get your guys's point on that but with where production is at now and the availability of materials and resources I could totally see them being like uh because people have been out of work for months we don't have the necessary materials to mass produce these machines until next year. Yeah, I could but see I that being they the still case still release as well. it
1: and because again in limited quantities limited quantities think about how much hype there was around that's the Wii awesome. because you couldn't get it um that's a good, like point. I th- good point. I think that's what they would go that with at this
2: fabricated point. demand People want what they can't yeah. Have. yeah like when that when you well, it ghosted, would be fabricated you at that up point up that that's like more. that's
0: a legitimate
2: no yeah. no I mean it, yeah, yeah, I meant in the Wii's reason. case
0: in the Wii's case oh okay, okay yeah yeah okay. that's that's yeah. fair
2: that's fair I'm curious to see how that plays out I would I'm just fascinated to know what that launch lineup's is going to be. And I, mean, I just think it's so funny looking back at that whole PS five. Remember everyone was like February, early February, the PS five is supposed to have this room. There were so many people putting their Yeah, careers. man, it's,
0: it's true. I mean, it. it's only, uh, it's only March 27th. It could still happen. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was like a big, di-
3: I, um.
2: I don't know. Maybe like for me, I've just considered this whole like PlayStation or Sony, um, Cycle, whatever, whatever you want to call it, what they've been doing, I think it's more of a ploy than anything. I think that they know that Xbox is like coming out hitting hard, and I think that they're just kind of keeping it secret. Maybe they have something. They're playing the cards close don't to know the chest. About that's going on. Maybe. I I think that yeah. I think that they're exactly. And we we've talked about this many times. We talked about this before. I don't know why we're talking about it again, but. I think it's just basically that because this is Sony's most profitable venture that they have, that they have to play their cards a little bit closer to their chest, like Rich is saying, where Microsoft has a little bit more leeway to advertise and play out. And some people, and I'm sure Morgan, you're in this camp are like, well, if it's their most profitable venture, wouldn't they want to advertise that more? Wouldn't they want to be putting that out there to the media, and yeah, maybe for some people that's how how you view things, but maybe they're, they have some reason that they are keeping things under wraps. I don't know. I, I think that they're going to be ready to go during the holiday season, and I, think I don't so, yeah. think that the coronavirus is... Like, hearing what Josh said, it makes a lot more sense now. I I think if the console or if the Xbox is planning to release during the holidays, I would imagine PlayStation 5 is going to be ready as well, and coronavirus isn't going to affect that. Because it's going to be a bitch for us to get one. We're going to have to really be uh, checking, those, <laughs> checking those pre-orders. It's, it, man, it's going to be a frenzy to try and get those pre-orders. It's going to be fucking madhouse. And everyone's going to be home to do it. I do... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And to be honest with you, I don't really care about getting the console right away. There's like, there are not very many games that are going to be available at launch to begin with. I mean, Hellblade 2 isn't even going to be available right at launch. So well, it doesn't we, matter. And you're going to be able to get that on your old machine? Yeah. Exactly. I think that's fair. But we also don't know
0: 100% what's Which going on. Which again to launch, so. leads me so, to. I mean, I get it from a hardware standpoint. Everybody being like, "Oh, Xbox has got such a strong first showing," and I'm still in the back, like, "Where are the
2: games?" Yeah, yeah exactly. It, yep. Shay, it's gonna be a new Crash Bandicoot game. That's how they're gonna get you. Brand <laughs> new Crash Bandicoot game. <laughs> you know how? You know Boom. what would get Boom. me to immediately want to buy a new system is if they made a new Mass Effect game and it there were Wasn't enough terrible. reviews to say they went back and they scrubbed Andromeda from memory and they went back to the quality of the first three. Or even if they were like we're going to do a remaster of them for the new console, I'd be fully on board for that. That would almost make me buy. Josh just made a face like I have never seen.
0: I don't know that that would do it for me, but probably because like when I think about it, I'm like, if I'm going to play Mass Effect, I'm just going to up those textures on my PC and play
2: Mass Effect. we'll just
1: download the patch and go go to town. (laughs)
2: Mm, go to town. Well, I'm a pleb, mm-hmm. so I want it on console. Seriously? So Josh saying, and I will sit
0: here on our, our,
2: uh, our elitist thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Your very no. expensive elitist thrones. What have we then done? You have now to make have sure it has hey. enough cushion. I have a nice PC now too. But I'm never gonna use it for that. Um I and there's interesting to see I think it'll probably The Last of Us Two should be okay. I think it might be cathartic in some ways because uh the Animal Crossing has sort of become the happy game during what will hopefully be the darkest part of this. So I think that I'm not the happy, Last please don't misunderstand. <laughs> Last of Us Two should be okay. It's just it's just interesting to imagine that game releasing during during this but obviously that's that's months away and we don't know the state of everything so i, I don't see it any of these games really being affected sales-wise if anything probably a boost because people if you're if you're stuck at home like right now i'm sure there was a boost to um, animal crossing and uh, yeah doom yeah
1: people will be completely broke at that point though if we don't change course uh which is not exactly great for fingers f- crossed ex- expensive <laughs> hobbies. At the end of the year, Look, so.
2: <laughs> I, I'll Imagine a world rich. God, I can't. Imagine a world where everybody buys the Final Fantasy VII remake with their stimulus checks. And then that's they the, can't afford to buy The, the real Last world. of Us too. Oh, and then we That would be sick so for you guys. Uh,
0: that's perfect. That's the real well, world.
2: The, the secret is that you just don't buy Final Fantasy VII and just wait for The Last of Us.
0: Why so. would they? That doesn't make any sense.
2: And that game already released. Like Josh would say, yeah. that game's already out. I mean, what are you talking about?
0: I don't even understand the words you're saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
3: you got to uh, play
1: something before, uh, you know, they cut off power and we have to start fighting each other for. You know. And it's gonna be that.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. If they were like, you know what, Rich, I'm sorry, I really want to get Final Fantasy VII, but I had to get Persona Five Royal. Oh, my. I'd be like, God. I get it. Okay, guys.
2: <laughs> I Man, I almost put up a post that was like, oh, Persona 5 uh, has like a 96 Metacritic. Like, who are these psychopaths? Who are these sociopaths? And Everybody like, who
0: played it. It's a perfect game.
2: <laughs> ah, perfect games. What a fun conversation to have. The old perfect It's like game. the Back
0: to the Future of video games. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, huh. I, I wish they could have had that huh. line on the box from you. Um, it's a shame you never got the review. That, yet. that would have been a glowing endorsement. Were put... you? <laughs> you were working at uh, Destructoid when the, that game came out, right? When five launched, yeah, yeah. Who took that review from you? Who oh stole no, no, I'm sorry, I one? was not
0: at Destructoid yet when uh, when Persona Five launched.
2: No? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That would have been like the a cool thing to do. So you've been. You would have been fighting for that 11 out of 10, right? The first 11 out of 10?
0: Uh, I I was working for a smaller independent outlet when Persona 5 launched where I did review it, and I believe I gave it like a 9.5 out of 10.
2: That's that's a very generous perfect game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Couldn't even give a 10
0: to a perfect game. Jeez. That's rich. Dude, I'm so hesitant to give anything a 10. Uh, Like, I don't know if I ever told this guy the story. The first... And only 10 I ever gave out Destructoid was the Messenger. And um I was like really tooling with my score about whether I was gonna do that. And um Nintendo Enthusiast is our sister site. Uh the, the guy reviewing it for Nintendo Enthusiasts sent me an email like an hour or two before we put our, our reviews up. And he's like, Rich, you're doing the messenger at Destructoid, right? I'm like, Yeah, what's up? And he's like I gotta ask you something. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He goes, am I crazy to give this game a 10 out of 10? And I was like, I'm so fucking glad you asked <laughs> me that because I was so terrified to do that and I feel so much better now.
2: Uh, yeah, there it is is. Oh, I'm yeah. the Nintendo Enthusiast. So we, you got to hear first, people. Rich was influenced by the reviewer from... <laughs>
0: Brett, uh, influence is the wrong word. Brett asked me, and I felt better about the fact that I was like <laughs> ready to give it a 10 out of 10. When you, he you said, You were going to be
2: the only crazy person out there. Yeah. When,
0: when he was like, I'm thinking it's a 10 out of 10, too. I was like, Because when you're thinking, like, you're like, this game's so great. This is a 10 out of 10, it's still hard to do that because you know you're going to get torn apart yeah. by a contingency of people. Be like, Oh, 10 out of 10, just throwing these scores around, huh? Like the horse's testicles don't even move. I was like there isn't a horse did you even play the game (laughs) Um,
2: that's right you know yeah so uh, I'm with you though in some ways Rich I don't think if I was reviewing games I'd ever give a 10 because even if it's like your favorite thing ever a 9.5 is such a safe much safer score to give
0: it was for me it's easier also to justify a 10 out of 10 on a little indie darling like the messenger that you're like this game's just phenomenal
2: yeah indie darling why don't you Josh Speaking of what, Yes. We're going to go back to the topic now cuz we've totally diverged. Yeah, how that did we get here. That was uh, interesting, speaking yeah, of we Last were, of We were talking about I, the I'm not saying of New it York. wasn't, but <laughs> the dwar- Is that like a Gangs of New York sequel? Anyway. <laughs> it's a really uh, good one go. too. You should watch <laughs> I'm going it. Going back. Speaking of Last of Us too. I think one of the big things that we're going to see influenced by this virus is I think we're going to see a lot of stories um in video game addressing like epidemics here in the next few years. I think we're going to start seeing an influx of that story-wise a sequel to bird okay. Yeah, that's a possibility for sure. Lots of people trying to jump. Uh, I wouldn't say jump on the train. I mean, it's like after nine eleven. like well, how much I don't think it's. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think, think of all the brown people. I, I think wait. it's
1: almost a certainty. we digitally just.
2: <sighs> Gone
1: nah it's, it's it's horrible enough just to even mention it, but like all of the the odds was just killing brown people in games. That's that was just all we did in all the games for ten yep. years. Yeah, right? for quite a while. And we're yeah. still barely recovering from that in a lot of gaming. What Medal
0: of Honor game yeah. was it yeah, I, where they wanted to let you like play as the Taliban? I hmm.
2: think wasn't that wasn't was that the, the like reboot one? of that? Or was that the sequel to the reboot? I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. I, I know anyway. I just know it was Medal yes. of Honor. Yes. I mean that was Classy Move Medal of Honor. That was what a lot a lot of what permeated games in the aughts and even the early 2010s is uh war and fighting terrorism. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely think that we're gonna see at least a slew of games that yeah. are gonna be addressing pandemics or we're gonna see I think we're gonna see another increase in post apocalyptia. I mean, like it's been a been a steady genre. That's I was gonna say it now. feels
0: like well worn territory, which is why I'm not even sure if I think that's necessarily gonna happen.
2: Yeah. How can you do it in an interesting I just, way? I think I think we're not gonna see like we're not gonna be playing through necessarily post-apocalyptia, but I think we're going to start seeing games that are gonna, going to be addressing the moment that things like this occur, you know, they games see set in the like midst a, of an apocalypse. Yes. I could see something like, to be honest with you, as much as you guys might groan at this, like a David cage influence, like that, like interactive movie game style, mm-hmm. where you live through a pandemic, like that kind of narrative driven game. Oh, I, know, I think something the like controller the Last of sit us on the well. couch uh,
0: again, those things are fine. Like, I don't think that's a bad genre. I just don't care for David Cage's writing.
2: No, I feel it. I feel I cannot I'm saying wait like that, for the that 85... genre of narrative-driven gaming.
1: I cannot wait for the 85 button press quick time event to wash our hands after coming
0: back takes. It takes, it takes real time 20 seconds. Hey, yeah. look,
2: man. What there's the opening scene is going to be you standing in line at a grocery store ready to grab some toilet paper, and then you're button mashing as you're elbowing people out of the way, mm-hmm. stuffing their face into a Did pillow. Also, a pillow, uh, uh,
3: what, pillow. what are those things called? <laughs> what, what this I'm took a like, dark wow. turn? Display, huh. a pillow display. <laughs> okay, a all pillow right. display. You're it's, stuffing a their face it's a, a porno, into a pillow display
2: as they're trying to grab yeah, that's toilet the direction paper. You're we were trying taking to hold that. them off.
3: <laughs> what?
2: Is it's Morgan. Are you for, <laughs> are you perpetually stuck as a sixteen year old? Yes. <laughs> jo- <laughs>
3: Jesus pillow Christ! Pillow porn.
2: They're the same thing. Shay, you know the answer. <laughs> look, you were stuffing head in a pillow. That's I mean, where else was <laughs> I gonna go with that? Um, how many times have you done that, Morgan? Didn't David? Actually, no, 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 no! Don't, I just don't just ask him that question. Let's know better. the question. Realize
0: what I was doing. You know better than this. Jeez,
2: what's wrong? <laughs> Scattered like cockroaches. Um, Cruz yep. no Weird name. I can't pronounce it. Said, let's just say Cruz. You tried. He said uh, maybe maybe quicker releases for games already finished. And we put that in quotations. So like he thinks this will have an effect on like oh um, like in the the way uh, the movie industry is kind of doing.
0: I don't know that games will do that because the medium's not really the same, Like whereas it's not like games have a theatrical I, run.
1: Yeah, I've not heard of a game being finished until approximately four four weeks after release in the last ten years. Four or so minutes before its Game of the Year edition
0: comes out.
2: Maybe, maybe he's in interpreting like, um, or maybe I'm interpreting it as like you know how they delayed Doom because they wanted to make it better, so it came out six months later. Maybe some of these studios are not going to be quite as ambitious. Like you know what, it's good so they here. want to make their games Polish worse. It, yeah, get it like, out. You know. Uh, oh yeah, I, I guess I can be saying. It, I don't think early we'll see
1: release that. stuff to bigger games possibly.
2: It's interesting, like how that would yeah, because you know the uh, Square came out and said that they there might be some limitations with how you get Final Fantasy seven physically, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, the funny thing is, how many people who buy physical are now forced to? Damn it, I don't want to buy this digital copy. I have no choice. Um, welcome to the dark side. I think because they they'll can't leave probably house. wait
1: for the most part. Because I think the few people who are still really set on getting the physical copies are getting it more for archival and collecting reasons than than, than for playing the game.
2: Um, I don't know. Yeah. Let's... I don't know. Maybe if they're going to get two copies, it's hard to imagine those Final Fantasy VII fanatics waiting more than a, one minute to play that game. I mean, I know Richard's going to be playing that thing the second it's available. I'm sure. Uh, it's listen
0: that I'm not going to be able to podcast that week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's calling a sick weekend. I'm um, I'm feeling
1: a little cold coming on.
0: <laughs> we see you signed on on PlayStation.
1: <laughs> it's we so weird.
0: Uh, I think by, I think the uh, the
2: kids are playing it. You don't have kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that
3: we know. About uh, tell you guys about We're that. You're still, Number you're
2: still a man of mystery, Rich. We don't know enough about you. And still in an air. international man of mystery. Oh, bringing it back to that hidden Austin Powers discussion. Not really. Not right now. yeah <laughs> you're more like a one room man of mystery. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, uh, sort of a
1: studio apartment <laughs> man of mystery. I knocked
0: it down to a tri-state area man of mystery, and then yeah. <laughs> a studio apartment man <laughs> of mystery.
2: Um, t- 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 South Dakota soccer. Our good friend Daniel here said, "Could be some lean times ahead. Some games might have to face delays." I'm also with those that thinks. Uh, this kills E3 for good. We already talked about E3 last yeah. um, week. I we don't necessarily think it'll die. It might just become something else. Who knows? Um, do you... Mm, never mind. We've we've already beat the, But if you missed our E3 discussion, you check out last week's show because we broke that down. That was a lot of fun. Um, but yes, delays for sure. Uh, it's, you know... Along that line though, I wonder if they're going to I know that they're talking about canceling a bunch of Twitch cons. I'm wondering, because of how far out this is, if it will have any influence on TGS this year. Because TGS isn't until September, but um if people are not able to prepare now, because yeah. I imagine like to prepare for some like an event like that, it takes a while to to prepare, get everything yeah. ready, get all so i'd be shocked if it happens if to be quite honest with you year as
3: well.
2: i mean yeah same yeah actually mm, actually i don't know the game awards i mean they canceled the olympics i think that because yeah. that's in in the summer but this is in the fall i could see like especially like i told you guys with how not serious japan is taking it i could see them totally going with tgs like like i said olympics is summer a lot of experts are not not quote-unquote experts, I should say, are thinking that this virus will calm down during the uh, summer months. Uh, uh, so I, I could see Japan being like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: I, I get what you're saying, but like, I think it's less about like them making the call and more so reading the writing on the wall and seeing a bunch of, be like, these studios are not going to show up even if we have this event. Yeah,
1: yeah. cuz um, like you're saying, having, that having to prepare is- for it <laughs> so far out. And at this point... Even, yeah, even if I, they, I could see some even if it was guaranteed to happen right now, with everything else going on, whether they even have the resources to prepare for it. Uh is a little You iffy. know what
2: I could see? I could see I could see a bunch of studios pulling out, but then Sony being like, you know what? This is our time. This is this is now. <laughs> this is we've been preparing for this tgs this is our conference now and then they show up and why don't you just call it the, the Sony game show so the state of play That's isn't right. the state of play in the fall sony's show they have their own fucking show at this point
0: they're going to tgs baby what are you talking about they, they had they had there hasn't been a um sony used to have a show they haven't done it in like a year or two
2: really what well, i remember though i don't remember if they they didn't do it last year huh, huh.
0: they haven't done it in like two maybe three years
2: Fucking Sony, god damn it. I'm still From one to two to two to three. Maybe it's three to four. The f- god, they just hate them. Let
0: me look up when the last uh
2: Sony show was actually. Please do. Um, and while Morgan sits there and complains yet again I about just, the same thing he's complained I, about for twenty other times. Just gonna choke on Sony's dick forever. Uh this is actually funny you mentioned this, Shay, because uh Chai's one ninety six said, "Japan seems to be doing fine, and that's where most of the games I play come from." Woot! <laughs> Got to play Shay much saying <laughs> earlier.
3: Okay.
2: I actually, you know, slightly unrelated, slightly related. Uh, I've been reading up a little bit, and there are some theories out there that because Japan, like the the culture, is to where a lot of people don't touch each other, like they don't shake their hands when they meet, they bow. Um, it's a culture that often doesn't express their emotion physically and their affection physically. That that's been a big reason why uh the virus hasn't spread as much and I, I was just I'm sure there's a little bit of that, but I was just shaking my head and I was like, It's because there nobody's being tested here. Nobody's being tested here. And uh <sighs> made me laugh. But yeah, I mean at least at least at least uh, for this person, that <laughs> their gaming life is unimpeded, and that that isn't yeah. like a like a shot at that person. I'm no, s- no, I, no. I mean no. that genuinely. I 100 percent mean that genuinely. Um, Vanilla Thunder.jpg, that's quite a name. Said uh, if there was ever a time for devs and companies to push a completely new digital frontier. Now would be as good as time as ever. Um, this would also be a good time for them to make the cost of digital downloads a little cheaper across the board, incentivize downloading more, pushing the digital frontier that some people are so, res- are we all on no, rich? You're still a physical guy, right? You're not on the digital, uh, frontier. For first, some big
0: releases. Like I, I try and be physical for a lot of things. I'm not saying I don't ever buy digital.
2: Mm. I noticed you got that really fancy Doom Collector's Edition, but you didn't get the Collector's Edition for Doom Triple. Well, did-
0: PC's a different situation, mm. because the PC doesn't really do physical stuff anymore, so, like, if I'm buying something on PC, it's typically digital. Uh, that Doom Collector's Edition I only got because uh, it was a flash sale on Amazon, where I ended oh, up yeah, getting that right. for, like, 30 bucks. I already owned oh, it on PC, and then I cool. turned around and actually sold the physical copy of the game. Oh.
2: That's nice.
0: Uh yeah, it looks like 2018 was the last time there was a PlayStation experience.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. So so uh they've been gone for a year. Well, it would be a nice time to bring it back now, wouldn't it? Holy shit.
0: Well, I don't think it's going to happen in 2020.
2: That's... Um That's fair. J T Ruiz. Um I talk to this gentleman all the time. Uh, one of our listeners and friends, he said, a few ways, way more organic growth and new players. Anyone who was curious um, about gaming is going to jump in because they are bored. People need entertainment. I think most will jump into the free-to-play stuff like Fortnite the other way. Way more digital downloads. Forget going out to get games. Digital codes are just the straight downloads will be huge, um, which means say goodbye to GameStop. So there's a lot to unload here uh, as Rich leaves us to do his... Um, annual unloading. Uh so by the way, do you guys think GameStop's dead now for good? Do you think this last controversy put the nail in the coffin? Just curious. I I think I don't know. I one thing I'm going to say is this. I don't really understand why people want that company so bad to fail. Um we were talking about it a little bit before the show. And <clears throat> Rich and I have both at points in our life worked for the company and You know, full disclosure, complete honesty, it wasn't the greatest company I've ever worked for or the greatest job I've ever had, but it wasn't terrible either. I think that I could see where a lot of people don't like them because their business practices are fairly archaic in some ways. But I just, I don't, I don't, I don't really get why people want so badly to put the nail in GameStop's coffin, I guess, because. It's one of those few places that we all have that we still, like, it's kind of like a safe haven for gamers, and I understand that a lot of people buy digital, and they don't buy physical copies, so it kind of feels obsolete, but I just, I don't, I don't get the hate there. I really don't get the hate. I, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, look, I mean, we all have had those. Awkward experiences there, but I have no reason to wish them the death. I I won't believe they'll die. They've been around forever. It's hard for me to believe they'll, they're dead until I see it. I just can't. I can't believe it. Um, they always. Find I, I don't. Way. I don't think this is the final nail in the coffin. I definitely yeah. don't. I think because they um, fuck, what's his, I forgot his name. The guy they just brought over. What's his name? Nintendo guy. Reggie. Reggie. Reggie Yeah, thank you, Reggie. I think with him coming over that. Until he decides to leave I think when he leaves Is when they put the nail in the coffin I think bringing him in They're gonna give him some months and some time To operate and try and help right the ship I don't think that this puts the nail in the coffin though But the second he's like "All this, this this is beyond repair I'm done, I'm leaving That is the nail in the coffin It's um It's 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 hard to say for sure, but the first thing he said about more people trying games maybe because they're bored, I think is interesting. I don't really know how to to prove that per se, but I do know like my wife and daughter have been gaming a lot more because of the situation. So, and maybe there are more people out there that are giving games a try because their significant other is into it. And something like Animal Crossing has been reaching more casual gamers. So yeah, maybe maybe more people will turn to gaming as a form of uh, entertainment during this time. Who knows? It's inter- It's fun to theorize. Nothing else. Good comment. Um, yeah, that's. I was just kind of scanning to see if there's any anything really stuck out of some really interesting um, input here. And it's 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 an interesting time for us for sure. But. Right now we have, you know, it's kind of a, this is going to sound weird, but it's kind of a miracle that right when all this shit went down, we have two really interesting video games to play and talk about. Unless for some reason you don't like do more Animal Crossing, you in some sort of weird limbo, you get Final Fantasy in what, a week or two. So it's, uh.
0: Would you say yeah. that there's never been a better time to be playing video
2: games? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's tough to say during these times, but you know the coronavirus never a better time to be playing video games um all right anyways uh i think those are some pretty good comments that hit the point for us is there anything else you guys really wanted to cram in there at the end before we actually get to talk about some games here fight about some games happy with that
1: i, I think we hit right most now. of it
2: i try, try yeah all I, I was trying to think like <clears throat> if there is anything else major like i couldn't see really at at this time, I can't really see coronavirus shepherding a new era of gaming per se. I don't think it's going to be the the catalyst for anything. Even though I kind of wish it would. Like I think it would be cool if Um out of this came like a great level of VR development, and then we started seeing like true VR capabilities, and that's where gaming was going. And the reason that being is because we are kind of kept indoors that we are we we need access, we need like human contact and experience. Oh. So VR would be the next best thing for that. That would be cool. But I don't see that happening as a result of this. I mean, in theory, that would be awesome. Yeah, Half Life Valley would have to be no. it's weirdly enough, one of the biggest games you won't hear us talk a lot about till maybe later in the year because none of us is weird. Me and Rich are big vr guys but even we do not have a pc vr headset so one of those rare games that will slip through our fingers it's just a matter of expense
0: but um timing might be right soon who's to say
2: (laughs) well you could very well you are getting that stimulus check rich oh that stimulus check baby Woo! that's true you could forego saving for essentials and uh, well that's not what stimulus is for you're supposed to spend it yeah it's stimulus yeah, because that's the, that's the adult thing to do. But you know what? I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. Rich, look, the last thing I want to do is talk to a bunch of adults. All right, this is going to suck the fun right out of the room. I didn't invite Rich on the show to talk yeah. to me like an adult. God damn it! Well, somebody's ch- fucking got to. <laughs> I Want that childlike enthusiasm? That we all love. Um, um, I didn't have anything to drink. Morgan, today. when you love a woman, when you love a woman, and you go to um, have that very, very intimate experience for the first time, it's very important that you wear a condom. Um, because there are implications, uh, that happen and there are certain responsibilities and the alternate or the alternatives cost a lot more money. You know what? My Shay, I know you say this is a joke, but I never got the condom speech from my parents. That was probably where I went wrong. i I didn't either, to be honest. Yeah, nor did I. But I just—I just used, used, used a condom because it wasn't. I didn't need someone to tell me. My my the speech my parents gave me was "Don't have sex until you're married." So <laughs> how about that one? Boom! That's like uh, that's not a a good yeah, speech because come on, <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, I, who who? I just yeah. Anybody I feel like who that's a conversation there... for gas station philosophy. But yeah, yeah that's the the laziness and uncomfortability factor that parents go through to have those conversations. Ooh. Some of them I feel like they choose like oh, I don't want to have that conversation, they'll figure it out on their own. And um yeah, I feel like it leads to people like Morgan. So, if you're out there listening and you have children, <laughs> talk to your children when they're of age or they'll end up like Morgan. They <laughs> may, may may I be a cautionary tale. Shay, don't threaten the audience. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> unloading myself left and right. I'm just. I'm not threatening them. I'm just saying this is the reality. This is the stark reality. And if you the do make a mistake, make sure you're a gentleman and you get the pill and a nice dinner. Um. All right. Anyway, that was a fun discussion to have. Uh. So it's <laughs> great topic. So thank you for everyone for chiming in. Uh. Josh is now addicted to throwing Corona fact. I just keep all seeing all these Japanese Corona testing facts popping up on my Skype. Uh. For no reason. So. Um. Yeah, fascinating stuff, fascinating times to be living in, but a great time for video games for us. And weirdly enough, me and Rich were talking about this earlier this week, a lot of the podcasts we listen to are almost like back to the basics where we were at like two years ago because they have to record um, via (laughs) their live shows and they have to record via, you know, unfortunate circumstances and they can't really edit it and post like we do necessarily. So yeah, it's interesting. We are, uh, it's kind of more of a level playing field there as far as quality goes, and it's it's weird. It's weird hearing people I've listened to my whole life podcasting from their closets and their bedrooms. Um, one of the fascinating things for me at during this point in my life is someone who's listened to the gaming podcast and sports podcasts since I was a kid, so it's weird. Sports co- podcasts, same shit. And, uh, they, and the fucked up thing, this is the fucked up thing, sports, they don't even really have anything to talk about. Like, a lot of the sports shows I listen to are like really trying to find anything that they can because all sports are canceled. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking hilarious. I went to like cuz I still go to the NBA subreddit and um I check some other places like in case anything's been announced like certain players have gotten COVID-19 or certain uh people in the industry, like Doris Burke was just announced that she got COVID-19 or she tested COVID uh positive for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. But there was this there's this article yesterday like see what Giannis said in his live stream. I was like, that, that's the level we're at. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> right? right? No yeah. yeah. yeah uh, Luca th- Doncic was be- playing a, an NBA game on, uh, he was playing a video game, um, NBA 2K or whatever, on a live stream and stuff because <laughs> they couldn't do yeah. a real games. So. Yeah, and then they're airing that shit on NBA, <laughs> um, on the NBA's uh, site and whatnot. I just imagine they'd be
0: talking about, it, like, my, my nephew played a pickup game the other day. They're like, oh, what happened there?
3: Yeah.
2: Right. I think if anything, it would be an, a really exciting time right now for sports because then people could go back and just like analyze older yeah. games or older That's what generations I of gaming with well, a more modern Yeah. Everything on the ESPN front page has been like a lot of classic stuff. Well, no, I meant fights, even like games
0: on TV, like show old games with yeah, new commentary.
2: Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. So, That would be really cool. Yeah. And I think I think that's really interesting because like we go back and we look like because I've been doing that a little bit more lately myself. I've been going back watching old games, old players, um, because there was a gap for me in the NBA when I didn't watch. And so I I catch some old players and I'm like, oh, man, this guy was a real deal. And I totally forgot about him. Like Penny Hardaway, for example, was a guy who played for the Orlando Magic. I know 90 percent of you are snoring right now. And That's fine. Ignore this segment. Um, He played on the Orlando Magic in the 90s, and that dude was hampered by injuries throughout most of his career, but when he started out, he was like Shaq's right-hand man. He was this phenomenal player. and It's cool to go back and look at some of these more uh, heralded players, and then some of these other guys, and then just kind of compare the game then to the game now. Like I actually went back and watched an old um NBA playoffs game with the Bulls. I think it was during their uh their 90 96 run. That was the first of uh their three championships on their second three Pete. And I was watching a I was watching the game and just seeing how much slower pace and the spacing and stuff is. I think it would be really cool to listen to uh basketball minds now, for example, analyze those games And be like, oh, like, it'd be cool to hear someone like LeBron James be like, okay, so this is what's happening in this play. And this is actually how it's influenced the game today. So this play, you know, obviously isn't run as much uh, in 2020, but it influenced this play, which we on the Lakers run all the time. You know, for example, things like that would be really, really cool. Or like that thing you sent us where it was like the that legendary basketball game from the show The Office and it was analyzed in a serious <laughs> way. Like, the, yeah, like by the Ringer. See, that is that is amazing content. But see, those places are getting the flex their creativity, I think, in different ways than we are, which I'm not complaining about because it doesn't, the, because of what we do, we haven't been that drastically affected by the process. But a lot of those places get to the flex their creative muscles in interesting ways. So it's uh, it's interesting to see uh interesting times yeah. interesting times if you want to support us in these interesting times i know it's tough um feel free to go to patreoncom swordchomp if you would like to support what we do here uh one of the great things about our patreon is that our patrons become incredible friends and family often cases and we have a top secret instagram page you get access to um for our $5 tier which is uh, really cool. Like lots of inside jokes, a lot of Frobert stuff going up lately. <laughs> uh, Fro- Frobert is a hero. What can I say? People seem to have really taken to Frobert.
0: You know, I uh, I got a neighbor um I got to tell you guys about because I think he's a he's probably my favorite Animal Crossing character now. Really? Um what? I got a he's a new character. His name is Zucker and he's a squid and he's a very Japanese squid fella. like he's I love him. He's my favorite. Um, he's my only neighbor I like. I would. I'm gonna hit the rest of them with a bug net until they move out.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> st- that would just really make me want to stay. I'm into that kind of degradation. Okay. By the
0: way, great new feature in Animal Crossing. I don't know how it works in terms of longevity, but like, if your neighbor's an asshole, you can go to Isabel and complain about them. Yeah, that's. I
2: should do that. By the way, Patreon.com/swordchomp. Help us uh, stay alive. Uh, that's a good segue into Animal Crossing. I think. Sure. I, I wanted because cause last week we gave Doom in the front. Um, we have a lot of Doom to talk about too, so don't worry. But um, I wanted to do. Hopefully, you know Shay will try to pull you in, in in as fun way as we can here. I know you're not a big Animal Crossing guy, but like Rich was Shay. Um, right? God, I said Shay, and they said like Rich was Shaying instead of saying I can mind saying and Shay. Fuck my life. Um, one of the yeah, it's just it's strange yeah, how Yeah, Fuck attached your life. <laughs> Fucking Animal Crossing Island. It's strange how attached we get to our little neighbors in that game. Like, I would have completely re rolled a new island by now because my daughter has ruined it and, uh, no, she hasn't really ruined it, but, but mm-hmm. God damn it, Rich. You are slamming all over something. Uh, I was actually being very light. I was trying to grab this image. <laughs> it like you were assaulting that
0: keyboard. Um, I have a good keyboard. That's what they sound like. I know. Yeah. Um, I f- we'll you <laughs> this is my boy. We'll oh, Josh, right Josh, Josh gave you a
3: mm. He's oh, pretty great. Holy shit. Fuck? He's been it's cooked already.
0: Yeah, he's got that Someone little, already little cooked toothpick him. and everything.
1: That's horrifying.
0: <laughs> I, I I love him, though. He's my favorite
2: neighbor. Oh, that's horrifying, yeah. That's cute though. And but what's his style? What's his personality like? What what is his thing? Um, he's always talking to me about yummy
0: food. He gave me a seashell uh chair for my house. Um and he hangs out, you know, just watch looking at the flat, walking through the flowers and sitting down in the outside on the island.
2: He's he's a chill guy. All right. That's cute. I like the opposite situation that Josh had where like I just have regret over my island because I just feel like I took the first one I got. And I kind of want and I didn't know that where you put your tent up would be like your permanent residence. for. Oh, Morgan, Morgan, don't you worry. You can move your house. Oh, you can.
0: Once resident services opens proper, which happened for me today, you can talk to Tom Nook anytime you want about infrastructure. And for a small fee, he will move your home. I think he can move your neighbor's
2: homes as well. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I did a bad job of uh, setting my... Because think shit. about it this way.
0: One of the late game things in this is terraforming, literally yeah, changing yeah. the island. So it makes sense that they'd want you to be able to change where buildings are as well. Yeah.
2: So basically I can terraform my daughter's house to where it sinks into the ocean. Is that what you're telling me? Um, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Mm. <laughs> Not while she's in it, of course. Um, I would never do that. Listen, I don't care what you do. I mean, I, the court will decide your fate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this, like even though I had a little bit of an opposite experience that Josh has had, because it's I enjoy playing my daughter. She has definitely yeah. cluttered my beat. I thought you were gonna
0: say that, like way meaner, and be like I I'm having a better time than Josh because I like my
2: kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no,
0: it's been
1: really fun. But the issue has been that since my kid's a teenager, she's trying to actually play the game and like yeah, running yeah. into all the things she can't do because of the yeah which sucks poor implementation of it. So.
2: Well, that's weird because I thought some of the like whenever I log in in the morning and stuff like me and her both get the same like morning messages and we both get some of the same stuff. I don't I don't really know the extent of the blockage. Well, it's in terms of content walls like Josh is talking
0: about how and I've seen this with other people as well. Um, If you're doing Josh is the only one that can really move the. The larger stuff in town forward, like talking to Tom Nook about infrastructure projects and stuff like that, getting those the bigger DIY dumps, like they all go to him.
1: Yeah, since oh, I okay. started the island. Um, yeah, okay. And then you are the representative. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like the the first one, the like the the first major one is you build a bridge and then three houses, and I'm like, this is the perfect thing. We can work on this together because you need to build these houses and then get a bunch of furniture forum because like that's great like we'll both yeah. have the the recipes for that we can each make some stuff i'll be like okay go go check the list find out what you can do and whenever they go to click on the drop-off box at this house to show to uh to, to put furniture there it just gives a message saying to talk to me about it because there's no way for anyone but the main the the resident
0: to drop those things off, yeah. The, I can't the, the island what it's representative. Island yeah, Well, what happened if she
1: just
2: dropped the stuff outside the house? She, and then, well, that's
1: the thing. She can't even do that, because a. I would have to tell her what she needs. B. All those recipes only go to me, and there's no so way for she to can even do get is, the recipes. Oh, so, so I could. What? So her options for interaction are me taxing her, like, hey, I need this many goods. Bring me, bring me all these materials so I can crap th- this thing yeah make the thing or just do it myself and uh
2: that's weird so my daughter can't get all the recipes right i they go to me
1: yeah
3: some of them eventually, eventually i'm get sure get the
1: option to like show up at the store and pick them up but not all of them are like in the diy packs that you get that are just like okay here's a new bunch of things and it's like it was really frustrating cuz i got like a bunch of new furniture for that quest um to to fill out in the things she didn't get any of those recipes so she couldn't help me make any of them um and it wow, was like a
3: that's...
2: big part of the island moving forward at that point um yeah that's uh that's that's crazy um sorry this is okay we don't yeah, no, to make your fine. editing hill i have <laughs> a kid in here she's she's just saying good night she wants to go to bed are you goodnight. going night night <gasps> you were already in bed oh no oh no Not gonna get a cupcake. (gasps) You wanna say hi to everyone? Say hi. Hello. No, okay. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. You sweet dreams, okay? And go with mommy. I love you. Mommy gonna come get you, okay?
1: (laughs) She wants to cast. (laughs) We all catch the bug eventually. Yeah, exactly. She's got it in her bones. You know her opinions are probably better than Morgan's, I think That's I would true. say it it's not a high barometer, yeah,
2: even if she just goes no, 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 no no it's it's about equal <laughs> 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 All right. you wanna get a cupcake in the morning, right?
1: Cupcakes I want a cupcake.
2: I'll see you later, okay.
1: He'll mail you one, okay,
2: night night. you blow me kisses, sweet dreams. But, yeah, the that's interesting to hear, Josh. Like, I hadn't really thought about it. I wish there should be a better way for reviewers to test that stuff because the review bombing shouldn't... I don't agree with it. I don't think it should happen. But at the same time, the, that's the point of the reviews. The reviews should be able to test that sort of stuff. Yeah. How are we going to get to a place where the reviewers are able to really put that shit to the motions, you know? I mean, it's difficult, and
0: uh, Animal Crossing ends up being that thing you review more as a solo experience, but those are really hollow
1: features, unfortunately. Yeah, it's well, frustrating, because yeah. it's... it's it, in this specific example, it really is... It's bad by design. Well, not just yeah. that. It's kind of an it's edge case, that, case it's too. That, it's like, an outlier. It's really not. It's a family console. Like, I... it's it's That's going to happen to a lot of people that... Everybody who wasn't the first person to start it is just not getting the whole
2: game. And that No, no, I don't mean really you're an outlier. I mean, the game is an outlier. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of games like Animal Crossing where, yeah, where yeah. It's, it's a weird situation. But your yeah. situation is probably more common. Well, it's common enough that people are review bombing. So, mm-hmm. I, to be honest with you though, Josh, that I, doesn't
0: take much to be fair. Exactly.
2: I, here's my theory, and I'm sticking to this. I think there are legitimate people like you, Josh, that are bummed out. Um, I also think that there's a lot of people who wanted to game the system, you know, have multiple islands send shit to each other, whatever they had to do. Well, um, I mean,
1: you can already do that. You don't need an extra island to do it. It's like that's that was their excuse and has been for a long time with other versions of the game. But but now you can
2: just travel to other islands and get stuff. Well, in the you
1: game. can travel to other islands and you can also. They just patched out a item duplication glitch, but that was in there for long enough that anybody who wanted to use it already did. Like, it's... There's not... There's not some sanctity of Animal Crossing. It's Animal Crossing. Like,
2: well, I... I was agreeing with you up until the last thing. There's a sanctity there to me. I don't like the cheaters. I don't like the time skippers. Any of those. Really, people.
3: really. I don't. They, I don't they like it, your Josh. experience of the game. Shout
0: out by existing. Shout out to my friend uh, Clayton who time travels like crazy. Mm-hmm. I went to his town and it was like going to some future utopia.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're fine. It's dirty. Haven't you not feel dirty doing that shit? Ah, how do you sleep at night? How does Clayton sleep at night, Rich? Very Clayton, well. I love you, on buddy. I'm
0: sure you sleep soundly. Not a
1: cot. Not a cot. Yeah, he's got a wooden still, bed. still. Yeah, he's actually got a fully furnished home at this point. He's,
0: I I went to his house, his uh, his uh, Animal Crossing house like three days ago, and it had like five rooms.
2: I <laughs> <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> I actually, Rich. To be fair, I went to Rich's island just for fun, and um, yeah, he had his island was pretty. His house was pretty souped up. He had a nice like big fancy. And I don't time travel. Was it a stone fence or brick or something? It was oh, like... that's the
0: Zen fence. The mm. Zen
2: fence, okay. Yeah, but he had like a nice setup and everything. It was pretty pretty legit. And I've been seeing some people online that- like, And it were... it's only gotten better since. Some of the people, <laughs> it's only gotten better, okay. I And that's, I haven't felt that connection to my island yet. So what I'm thinking about doing is storing up everything I find that I really love and then having my wife hold onto it and then re-rolling on a new island. Um, that I feel more passionate about. But I have to lose Frobert. I don't know if I can do that. I, I mean, you're always... remake
1: the island once you can change it.
0: it's probably Yeah, if you
2: can terraform it, then what am I – yeah. Yeah, you...
0: yeah, I don't know what you – yeah, there's no reason to worry about that then. Important news, uh, my town flag is Squidward. All right. <laughs> Import...
2: So you, because you have a squid friend? Is that why? What's no, just because I thought that would be funny. You should just drop a bunch of, like, real squid around your squid friend's house to make him uncomfortable. That others. just that sounds like a hate crime. If I'm <laughs> yeah, being honest that's, with you, uh, that's uh, mm. <laughs> how how does this? But maybe keep... I should just
0: keep gifting him dead squids, and, like <laughs> just mail it to him and be like, get out of town.
2: <laughs> it makes you wonder how these animals feel about all the real creatures in the world. I, I,
0: mean... I finished a bunch of dinosaur fossils. I finished
2: the T Rex. Right. I finished the
0: uh, Pterodon.
2: Oh, uh, my nice. museum's pretty cool. You know, I got a bone to pick with that shit, guys. I found the shark tooth fossil. Okay. And I put it in my house, it did not look like a shark tooth.
3: It, what did it look like? It was just a
2: swirl. It looked like an almanite or something. And I zoomed in on it and everything. It was a, I took a video did of it. Did you actually.
1: drop the item instead of displaying it?
2: Uh, what do you, no. those are different things. No, I, I Why well, I know how to put it in your house. It's looks, it looks like a big I know what the fossils look like. Come <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Morgan. <laughs> I'm not making any assumptions. I had the fossils assessed by Blathers. I'm no noob. Come yeah, on. but you
1: can still drop them instead of placing them.
2: Um, it. I just put it in my house, like I, like I displayed this amber I found, which I thought was yeah. cool because it looked like the Jurassic Park amber with like a mosquito inside of it. So amber. So, <laughs> no, the Jurassic <laughs> Park amber. It's very specific. Um, but yeah, the T. Like, anyways, I was just bummed out that that was the case, but uh they, the home decorating stuff is still oddly addictive. It's so dumb I, but it's so it's great. so much
0: better too. Like they took some good notes from like Happy Home Designer and games like those to make that stuff even more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, across the board, like they they know what they're doing as far as the general gameplay
2: loop goes. What is the note that they took from Happy Home Designer? You gotta give me a specific
0: Uh note. the customization stuff is the main one from stuff. Yeah. And... With different designs
3: on it. Uh, so. By the way, I don't
0: know if you guys oh. knew this. Um, the Nintendo Switch they gave you, if you take it to the customiz- to the work table, you can customize it and change the color of the joy Cons.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, so I can make it black just like my real Switch. Is that really yeah, it? you can make it look lame. How dare you. <laughs> what color's your Switch? What do you mean, uh, I da- bought th- I bought the
0: red and blue one at launch. Oh, gross. Josh, what's yours? What, what, just sure. make it look fun. Not everything has to the look like cold The red and blue one,
1: although... I'm actually Fun. my joy cons are getting a little bit old and worn out, just since the whole family uses it constantly. It's about time yeah. to upgrade some joy cons here, so I've been looking at those orange and purple ones. lately. I
0: have the um, Wow. That's... I have the, the green and pink one, the platoon ones. I also have those.: Yeah, I almost I really liked the bright yellow ones. But, uh, but I kind of like those two the because they're so bright. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you, you love arms so much.
2: Mm-hmm. That's arms what those is were. Great. Those were the
1: arms are that that game. I can't wait. I'm I'm thinking because they're finally putting that character in Smash. They're gonna be announcing uh. Arms too. Along
0: oh, with that. I think that game sold Gangbusters because it was one of the only things on the Switch. It's really all you had. <laughs> yeah. Like, you
2: know what? I've never played it. I could be an Arms master. It's That's not true. I played the demo. I, play, I played the demo. I had a great menu also, music. It was pretty great.
0: Look up the arms lore. It is fucking fascinating. It's really? such a good game.
1: It's a really good game. Maybe I like, underappreciated it. I really arms. liked it for what it, it was. Yeah. I'm, maybe Be I'm undervaluing
2: arms here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyways, I was actually thinking a lot this week. I was composing a thought to put out later this week, but the idea, of playing a lot of Animal Crossing, which I've been addicted to and having a great time, but. Interesting, the idea to me, the IAD, let me rephrase that. The idea of progression through regression. Like a lot of the things in this game, these loops are interesting and they work well in today's world. But if you think about it, it's kind of a step backwards, technically, because you used to be able to just go buy this stuff, right? And they made it more interesting by making it to where you have to actually craft it as a lot of ba- <laughs> as a lot of crafting goes. Um, and I know that sounds strange but a lot of these game designers must kind of lick their um, what is the term lick their chomps or um, lick their t- chops lick their chops yes lick their chomps that's a too much sword chomp stuff in my head sorry lick their chomps ah! um, we,
1: we can't
0: do that. that.
2: That's a special That's... Patreon tier if you want
0: to get licked. I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> Lick your chops.
2: Anyways. Uh, if we do that, I'm going to leave. <laughs> these designers can go, holy shit, we need a, a twist for this game. <gasps> Instead of just buying it, you're telling me you can make them run around and slap a tree for 10 minutes and then they have to make it? <gasps> this is amazing. That adds hours and hours and hours of gameplay. And it's yeah, act- I played Minecraft. Technically, it's just like a, a step backwards, which I just find fascinating. For it's not—I mean, it works. Well. I don't
0: see it as a step backwards.
1: Yeah, because the only resource was bells before, so now you don't just have the one thing to care about. So that's it's—it's
2: it's not a negative. I—it's a positive. I'm just saying, think about what's actually happening. Just to take I, I, well, and you take bells. What you're trying to say is like something.
0: Per- progression through regression but i don't think it's regression to add another system i think
2: if you it's not a system that
0: i guess i, I, think I get what is. you're trying to say but i just
1: don't really think it like pans out that yeah. way like i get the justification but yeah because everyone knows we invented crafting systems in games before we invented the shop it's clearly a step
2: backwards I... I don't know. I don't know. I assume the shop came first, but I mean, it could, there could have been some early crafting thing. Who's to say, um, (laughs) I, I just, it's just, maybe it's just particular case where I'm like, I used to to just go buy this thing. There was one step to it. Right. And it's more interesting to make the item. It's more satisfying, but it's also kind of like a pre-step. It's like a pre-step that I never needed before that they're now using as a new gameplay loop. And that's what I mean by progression to regression.
1: Okay, I mean, you were already hitting the trees anyway, you're just not selling them. So it's kind of one less step, because you're not hitting the trees, then selling stuff, and then buying stuff, you're just hitting the trees and making it yourself. Well, This morning
0: I hit a tree and a basketball
1: of. hoop fell out. Wow. So, oh, that's pretty great. Um, so now my town has a park. Alright. <laughs> that's all you needed. Yeah, I put a I put a popcorn machine in the town square, and everyone loves me now. That's uh, That makes a ton of sense. Yeah.
2: Do they actually use the popcorn machine?
0: He doesn't stalk them. He's not a weirdo. Yeah, no,
2: I'm not. Yeah, if they want no. to use it, when they can said, use it. When he said it's they loved there. him, I thought he was saying, like, from a gameplay perspective, instead I know it was like a joke, like, they love me now. I thought, like, for real, they loved him. Um, like, they're actually using the thing, but... Cause oh, they, have, have either of you had a neighbor's
0: birthday yet? Uh, not no, yet. Not. It, my neighbor, Billy, it was his birthday the other day. Uh, I didn't realize that, even though they said it in the morning announcements, um, and I walked into his Asshole. house at night, and he was in the middle of a birthday party, uh, and then I, he was like, oh, Rich, thanks for coming, and I talked to him, and they were like, oh, do you want to give Billy a gift? So I panicked, and I gave him an old can, but he's a goat, so I think he liked it. Mm. Yeah, they don't really you seem to- like make like, that into I... a kick-ass planter. I, or again, just, or just eat it.
1: He's being a goat and all.
0: Uh, just so you guys know, this is a fun tip I learned. Um, if you put an old can out on the ground, that's a good way to attract flies
1: uh, for you to catch. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: huh, interesting. Yeah,
1: they've had yeah. Uh, essentially the same thing with any of the trash you can fish out of stuff. Or the you can let a fruit rot, Yeah, too. yeah, kind of make dumps to attract certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of depth to that stuff. Like even though I saw that little video on Twitter of this lady who put a seal, a fan, like a blowing fan in her house and put plants in front of it. And it literally was blowing the leaves on the plants in her home, which is like, there's a lot of like small details in this game that you wouldn't expect, even though it has kind of a cartoony style. Like I was watching, like a lot of the little animations in the game are, it'd look better if it wasn't on switch though. Right.
3: (laughs)
1: Oddly enough, speaking of those little systems, I've got a a radio (laughs) in my house. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, I don't even know if my kid knows what the radio is.
3: Ha! The idea of that.
1: Yeah. Like, why? Like, I mean, I can tell it's supposed Uh, to be the radio with them, you know, doing their little gibberish talking every now and then, and then a song will play. But I think that idea may be foreign to a lot of kids. Coming I, in here, like what's what's happening here? Why can't I choose radio? what's on this one music device? Because I can, you I mean
0: can choose the, the song from my other one. Yeah, I missed,
2: I missed the idea of like sitting in my tent, like you were saying, Josh, with the radio, because you can listen to music on there, like KK Slider and stuff, and it's really cute. But like that first, I love the idea of just like huddling in my tent and never upgrading it, and just having my lantern and mm-hmm. my bed and just listening to music well, in the darkness of night. If you like
0: hanging out in tents, I got good news for you because (laughs) the most recent thing i constructed
2: was the campsite
0: for my my town
2: good Uh, god so there's there is a lot more going on yeah
0: the campsite is the main way you get new villagers after those initial three wow Uh, basically you set up a campsite and people will show up randomly on a day on like a vacation like they're like oh i'm here on vacation i'm I'm renting the campsite and then you can talk to them and convince them to stay
2: Okay. All wow. Right. Okay. Well, that's good to hear there's a lot of additional steps that keep dropping and dropping. You're, how did you get so far ahead of me? I don't fucking I understand. play the game every day for 12 hours. I play... <laughs> Should have left that last part out. Um, yeah, I play the game every day too, but not for 12 hours. Uh, I, I do kind of missed... <laughs> Oh my god, Harv's Island makes me so uncomfortable, Josh. (laughs) It it really does. It's a goddamn Pornhub (laughs) set.
3: It is.
2: Well, that, no one, I felt right at home, which is kind of strange. Um, No, it isn't. No, it isn't. (laughs) Uh, That makes perfect sense. Uh, Definitely did not touch anything. Um, Oh, no, don't sit on (laughs) that couch. No, 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 don't. (laughs)
3: And plus He's Harv like, as a hey, uh, character creepy
2: Why don't you touch that
0: amiibo and see if Mr. Rossetti shows up? And I'm like, Harv, can you leave me alone? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a confusing thing for me because I'm like, you can already take pictures in this game. What's the point of this place? I don't uh, understand.
0: Apparently, also at that campsite, by the way, uh, much in the same way you can use amiibo at Harv's place. You can use amiibo at the campsite to make specific villagers show up the next day.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I should try. Yeah. I
1: think Did I think you, that's so you can just Basically, it's less so for taking pictures of you and more so for like, oh, I want to design a room this way and see what it looks like. Because you can put anything you found in there, sort of like how you can order anything you found. You can just go ahead and put it in the rooms there. So it's kind of like, if you want to preview a decorating thing, which is not what they bill it as, but as far as its actual function, that's probably what it's most useful for. Yeah. Just for, for yeah. like setting up a room. I mean, you could do outfits or whatever. And then actually take a picture there, but
2: yeah, 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 okay, that's cool. Um, did you guys catch a sturgeon yet? Cause I caught a sturgeon. I did not. No sturgeon. Uh, that was a video I got up on the Instagram today. Was how to catch a sturgeon. The oarfish is like the rarest thing I've caught. Uh, sturgeons go away April first for a few months, so you better hurry. You better hurry. So the trick is, it's one of those cool things where you just have to fish at the mouth of the river. So yeah. But uh, but it's not that easy. My wife spent like three hours last night fishing and did mm-hmm. not catch a sturgeon. Oh well, yeah, it's still a low encounter rate. Like
0: rain increases certain fish. Uh, going to other islands increases it.
2: Don't I sort of miss? Look, I don't know how it's going to pan out, but I the one thing about New Leaf that I really miss was there was that cute turtle that would take you on his boat to the island, Tortimer. Mm-hmm. And no, it wasn't Tor, no Tortimer
0: was the old man. He was yeah. the former mayor.
2: Yeah, there was a. What's the other turtle's name? There's a younger turtle, and he sings the whole way over to the. Oh, island. Cap, Kappa. Yeah, Kappa. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, oh, I hope he's in this game. He's got to be in this game. Yeah, to he's to the captain. The Cap'n. Kappa. Yeah, he's a he's a Kappa. He, he, he was an adorable character. He had a cool song, and that island was like this place of like, all seemingly endless creatures, sharks, weird insects. Well, that was
0: it. Was the same thing that was introduced in Wild World, which is why
2: we have the random islands now. But the, every time I go to a random island, it's the same fish, and you know, it's the same kind of stuff. Well, that stuff is still tied to the
1: seasons.
0: <sighs>
1: yeah, but yeah, that's—it's like a different random what set because like the that? biggest thing you'll notice, which I don't don't know if you care about it or not, but you'll have like different flowers and stuff on them. They'll and have, fruit, and yeah, yeah so yes, you can get yeah. you can collect a bunch of other things that way.
0: Um, I've been to Tarantula Island also. Yeah, you you roll the.
2: How rare is tarantula island? Is it pretty rare?
0: Pretty fucking rare. Uh, but I got an unlimited tarantula island, so I dropped all my tools on that island except for the bug net. Um, and I filled my entire inventory, and then I sold them to Flick for like four hundred thousand bells. Jesus.
2: Mm -hmm. So when you go to the tarantula island, is it literally just you see spiders everywhere right away?
0: No, it's um. What I got was basically there was a very small river running around the middle, like separating a small inlet. Okay. Uh, So I would pole vault over and there'd be about three tarantulas, and every time
2: I caught one, another one would spawn. Really? Okay. So that's this, like, I've heard about this tarantula island thing. I'm trying to, like, get an idea of what the fuck that means.
0: It's a goddamn gold mine. No. It's an island <laughs> of unlimited tarantulas.
3: <laughs> I can't catch them. I don't know how to on catch tarantulas.
2: And they kill me.
1: Because it has to do with, like, your, your sight lines and how they spawn. It's a whole lot. I think it's easier to kind of get it to work on the, uh, the random islands because they're so much smaller. So you can kind of force yeah. those conditions, or they can just randomly happen on their own a lot more.
2: Which it rigidly. is how it happened for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Interesting. That's a that's a but cool yeah, thing. also
0: good tip if you guys haven't encountered him, save your bugs, sell them to Flick.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Who's Flick? <laughs> Flick is
0: a chameleon who loves bugs and he occasionally just shows up and walks around all day. Oh, okay. Uh he buys bugs at uh 1.5 times what Timmy and Tommy will pay for them.
2: So you just throw uh, all your spiders in your storage in your house?
0: Yeah, and I wait for Flick to show up. Um, I just love and- the idea
2: that you're stockpiling tarantulas under your floorboards. I love the, the- like a
0: neighbor comes in and they're like, <laughs> uh, "Rich, I'm like, I can explain."
2: I just uh, want like want to I want to make everything in Animal Crossing like I want to like, Flick also
0: it. Flick also has another feature which if you bring him a bug, he can make you a, a replica model of it.
2: Really? Yeah, that you That's can display so- in your house you have a really weird bug fetish, well, the cool thing about the southern hemisphere stuff that I've heard is that we're, you know you get a lot of turtles and sharks and stuff, and maybe we get that stuff come April or a different set of stuff come in April. I don't, know, I don't it, know
1: that it's it should be. Yeah, it, it would be just like reversed. So, oh, uh, yeah, how hemispheres work?
2: Why would there be sharks saying, in the fall though? That seems odd to me. Well, we might get some sharks. I mean, it's who knows.
0: What? Uh you could look it up. It's really easy to get the information.
2: Well, yeah, because people are time skipping, of course. God well, damn it. because you can
0: No, I'm talking about
1: Google, the internet. Yeah. You heard of that? It's like they released <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Google information about oh, this. I'm sure there's a Prima guide. <laughs> people just
3: time- Okay, so what
0: it is, you go to GameStop and what you buy this, the pr-
1: you buy the Prima guide and
0: then each page has a link mm-hmm. that you can look up more information. It this is a guide Google to it. Final Fantasy 9.
2: That's how I cut do the guys, sturgeon, Do you
0: guys know that story?
2: Yeah, tell them yeah. more.
0: Yeah, the Final Fantasy IX guide. Yeah, I I oh, that. the play online
2: classic. bullshit. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. classic. I had that guide and I was very, very. They disappointed. hocked that
1: thing in the booklet for the game. Like even if you didn't yeah, buy the guide, I remember. Did. Yeah, it still said the
2: play online portal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. Honestly, like, I've been having a, it's interesting to try and put this game in perspective. Like, I feel like the impact of this game is, would have been huge anyway, but obviously it's much larger now because of what's happening. I have some really cool comments I wanted to read. There's a couple that, hmm.
3: go ahead, I don't even know if it
2: had any
1: impact. I feel like the bigger impact at this point is Twitter.
2: Yeah, that's true. Well, Twitter, well, because Twitter's all about Animal Crossing, but that's, Part of it, right? I mean, that's part of the f- mm-hmm. people want to be part of the thing. Somebody actually mentioned that exact comment, so I'm gonna have to pull it up. But um, you know, people want to be part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? This seems fun, and I and I totally get that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pull up the question here. This stupid fucking thing. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a bunch of people chime in on the question of the week, and we actually gave out. Thank you, Danny P, again, um, for doing the giveaway. Uh, ben Kim won the copy of either Animal Crossing or Doom. I will talk to them later tonight. So that was pretty fun to do that giveaway from last week. And I also want to shout out to the Reverend who bought my wife a copy of Animal Crossing because of all that stuff that she puts up with with me. I thought that was pretty kind of him. Um, obviously, he's trying to make moves on my wife. Jerk. Well, it's working. <laughs> uh, so so thank you for that. Um, okay, here we go. Basically I said there this I thought this was interesting, guys. Um when Doom was about to release and Animal Crossing were about to release like two weeks ago, I said, like which game were you like most looking forward to? And sixty percent of our audience said they were gonna play Doom day one and forty percent said Animal Crossing. And then I asked them, but they've been playing more since Friday, and they said Animal Crossing sixty percent, Doom forty percent. It flipped.
3: It completely
2: (laughs) flipped. Crisscross. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, well, does anyone have a... Th- why? What happened? So I got some cute comments. The last Arcadian it, said Twitter... Well, go
3: ahead. I think oh, go Doom's ahead.
1: opener is tough. Well, I, anyway, we'll get to the comments here in a moment, but I think because it turns out that Animal Crossing is better.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's the simple answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard for me to disagree with that. Um, the last Arcadian said Twitter. Twitter is an Animal Crossing social media. It's also the place where you want to fit in a lot. Uh, which yeah. is we're kind of joking in about. That. There is some truth to that. Um, Reddit too, man. If you haven't spent time on the Animal Crossing Reddit, it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I had a great time there. Um, J Mouse said the people playing Doom are too busy crushing demon ass. Oh, well, I love the idea of people crushing demon ass. That's for sure. Of course uh, you do. <laughs> who doesn't? Crunky uh, yeah. said only good things, man. I don't think she's referring to just. Positive things. Happy things. I don't know. Um, It was all Doom, but holy shit, I live in Animal Crossing now. That was scuba man. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: It's my home, and nothing can hurt me there.
2: Uh, P. Bailey said, Doom looks like what the world will be when we can return to the outside world. I hope not. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? It's metal as fuck. Metal. GamerDad83 said, Morgan, you're bribing your family to fudge the polls for Animal Crossing? Uh yes, it's true. Thank you. My family is kind of. We're just. You can only vote once. I wish there was a way to to cheat the system. I would get my lesions in there to sway results, just so like I could throw it back in you guys' face sometimes. But I can't. You can't fudge results. It's all facts. You know what the most fascinating thing I've noticed doing this is like an insider thing. The most fascinating thing I've noticed doing these polls for years and years now is that, generally speaking, after like four or five hours, if I check the results, they. Even if hundreds more people vote and they can't see the results, the results generally stay the same, generally. And I, it's like a weird social media experiment. Like, people – there is a pattern of how people vote no matter – and it's fascinating. Like, every single time. Weird. They don't know how other people are voting. They just vote because you can't see the results, I believe, until you vote. Yeah. And the vote – yet the percentages will yeah, basically unlike, stay the unlike same. unlike the Twitch polls.
1: Because since everyone yes. can see those at, in real time, yeah, everyone tries to tie them. Just for
2: shit. the fun, yeah, just for the fun. It's like we're gonna we're gonna get both of these exactly the same. Epidemic said people want to live vicariously outside via Animal Crossing. Me personally, I like to kill demons, like CV nineteen. Oh, me personally, kill demons like CV CV nineteen. Killing demons, uh, maybe he's taking out the uh, the anger toward. Uh, cv19 on the hordes of hell this is my last one uh our new commenters here tired mom 13 said manufactured serotonin animal crap animal crossing is manufactured serotonin Mm -hmm. it is animal crack man they get those loops. They get those loops. You make this, you make that. I want to get this. You get your personal goals. You update your house little every day. You log on. There's something new in the shop. New here and new there, new there. Go to islands. Tickets. Nook miles. Blah, blah, blah. It's crazy.
3: Yes. Oh, yes.
2: The Nook miles and is is such a brilliantly well done hook. Like what? Like other than your uh, the island criticism. Like, do you guys have any other like 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 what's your primary criticism of the game if you have one? Hmm.
0: Mm, nothing major at this moment, but stuff's still kind of unwrapping for me. You know what I mean? It's a slow burn to yeah, get everything
1: before you figure out all of that. Um, I like most of the crafting. I'm still not sold on the tools. Having to recraft tools over and over again, I'm not sure if I like that or not. It's not been a big issue, but it feels like it's shovels. At times like it that, feels yeah. annoying. Yeah, because, um, like, I I, th- I think I only get, like, halfway through my island before one of my tools breaks each day, and that's with, like, the upgraded ones. So you um, carry,
2: like, two with you, huh? That's what I do.
1: Yeah. And
2: I'm thinking
0: they probably upgrade beyond that, so maybe things get well, better.
1: you can get gold ones that don't break. Again. Yeah, and the gold yeah. ones used, like, you could always get those before, but they were just, like, a specialty thing, or, like, they had yeah. some other function, like, um, but now they're just the unbreakable ones. Um, it it you're actually reminding me of
0: my biggest problem when you said the crafting thing. You need to be able to craft multiple things. You need to go in. Oh yeah, si- yeah. Hammering through making ten pieces oh, of fish yes. bait is yeah.
2: fucking insane. I think that's a legit, a very legit. Yeah, criticism. They, yeah, yeah
1: they should definitely allow you to craft more than one of an item at once. That would be. Of meat, especially for fish bait, like you're saying, because that's that's, one that's the like, big well, one. Yeah,
2: a lot, but still, like some items should stack. And, I feel and like. clam should stack. At deck, clam we're should stack. To well, yeah. And I get there's like probably, oh it's not realistic for fish to stack, but it's like, okay, but I can carry seventy five fence posts in my pocket. Like you can't that's right. you can't pull the realism card. Like but why don't the clam. same kinds of fish
0: yeah. Yeah. stack? The rules have to apply across the board or not at all.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. They should apply across the board. Anything that's the same kind should stack. So we can fish for five times as long. You know, those those some of those things are a little archaic and I don't really understand the logic behind them. Um because like I said, I carried 50 pieces of fencing in my pocket, and those pieces were huge. That's so, how pockets work. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry
1: you don't understand that. Anyway. It was dehydrated fencing. You just got to add a little water.
2: It's kind of... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Frobert is love. Rich likes his squid. Josh, who's your favorite and villager? And we'll move on.
1: Um, I've not really found any of my favorites. I've got Sly, who was one of my daughter's favorites, the, that kind of camo crocodile or alligator looking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, she really likes him. I've not really found anyone It's just been random villagers, so none of them really speak to me at all. Um,
2: There's an alligator geez. named
1: Alphonse who wears a leather jacket.
2: I wish your characters would speak to you. That's very rude of them. Right. They just mm. shriek mostly. Mm-hmm. They shriek and <laughs> run ah! well, Josh ah! is, uh, ah! a chef. No animals safe around Josh. Um, he spoke only once. He said, <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> uh, anyways, Animal Crossing... The world is obsessed with it. We are pretty addicted to it as well for the most part. Except uh, one Shay Layton who is joining us back from the abyss to talk Doom Eternal. And we gave our first impressions of Doom Eternal last week. So you should definitely check those out if you want more Doom talk. But I wanted to give Shay a chance because he did not get to give his uh, initial Doom Eternal impressions. And he's been playing it all week. So um, how far are you, Shay? about now? Yeah. I am stuck right now in the third level. I am trying to do one of those I forgot the name already, those one of those challenges. Slayer gate that you Gates,
3: do. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, the Slayer Gates, yes. I'm stuck on one of those right now in the third level. I'm pretty sure I'm close to the end. But yeah, I I've really enjoyed this game a lot so far. Um, we were kind of talking about it privately, but it's clear that the first game was much more oriented with just throwing mass amounts of demons at you and just being fucking crazy with combat. Whereas this one, it's not that they're not doing that, but I think that with their cor- like the corridors and the platforms, they've tried to be, it seems like, a little bit more meticulous with that. And sometimes it's really worked in its favor. Like, there's some really, really, really cool platforming sections in the game. And I've loved that. I've loved that they put more of an emphasis on that. And I noticed that pretty much right at the beginning. And they've slowly introduced that stuff more and more. I really like that about the game. I love the platforming elements. And that's carried through throughout the game. and. It like with that going along with my first impression, I was really happy to jump back into the game. I I've had uh like at my first impression felt good. I was like, okay, this is the combat, the level of uh tightness that I felt from two thousand and sixteen's Doom. It feels right, it feels good. And the story, or if that's what you want to call it, at the very beginning. I call is it the lorry. And it's it to me, it was on par, like the setup and everything, and the story I've experienced subsequently is on par with something like Mortal Kombat 10 and Mortal Kombat 11 story, where it's like so, it's phenomenal, like, cool, <laughs> exquisite, rich, uh, it's at that level. Of where you know that's not why we're playing this game. They threw that in for some people who wanted a "quote unquote" story, but it's not the focal. Kind of love the more Kombat story. Did yeah? Interesting.
0: <laughs> Unironically, mm-hmm. unabashedly love the mortal Kombat
2: story. <laughs> hey, Rich, I'm with you. The it's well, it's I... stupid fun. Uh, the last one was stupid yeah. fun, but I mean, I don't know if I could use the word love. N-
0: to, to Shay's point, though, like, it, this is scratching that same itch for me. Like, and the more I get into it, the more I'm
2: like, oh, all right, I like this. Yeah, I like, yeah, I'm not there for the story. I'm there for the gameplay and the gameplay. First impressions. Fantastic. So the third level, is that like the really, like, looks like you're inside of a demon's guts kind of a That's thing? That's where you're, or is that the ice place? No, you're, you're infiltrating, you're infiltrating a base. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I remember that. And so, just for record, am I at the farthest so far? Because I'm at the. I think so. I
0: just killed the, the second Hell Priest uh, to give you some perspective, Morgan. Okay. And I, I didn't move forward because I. Um, for pre ordering, you get like a challenge level, which I think is like a challenge version of the third level.
1: And I've been banging my head against that. Oh, okay. Ugh. Yeah, you eventually unlock more of those just through the normal game. That, like, for the pre order, you get one of them a little bit early. Because it's like mm-hmm. an extra one. They're insane. They're they're essentially hard mode, but just in, instead of the difficulty itself being harder, it's just like they toss in just the hardest version of all the enemies from yeah. the very beginning um, of each of the levels, and basically every encounter is like a Slayer Gate.
2: Oh, like interesting! Through the entire
1: okay. thing,
2: it's intense. Yeah, it's um. I I want to say some positive things about the game because I mean, if you listen to the show last week. I definitely aired some frustrations uh, and I, I will say this like I do agree with you guys for the most part like I at least I mean, we got Josh's full take on some of this stuff we'll see what he likes and dislikes as far as platforming goes I have been mostly enjoying it there's been some moments where I've scratched my head and been like that seems weirdly designed or I couldn't even see that fucking thing they wanted me to grab but I, I like that they kind of went for it and it adds a cool like verticality. To the levels and, and scale, and even though it is weird seeing him like scale a fucking wall like a goddamn crab, um, it's uh, it's it feels good, it feels very slick. How are you seeing him if you're in first person view? And I see his hands <laughs> crabbing it up. Um, oh, okay. well, last week we were talking about how yeah, the, it's the funny view is like right in your face, I'm, kind of. I'm gonna
1: agree with you on the crab thing because you move super fast in this game, but you can't see your feet, so it doesn't really matter. When you start climbing those walls, seeing you just furiously move yeah, those arms is it's hilarious. It's insane.
2: Imagine the visual of that. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> it is pretty It's funny. really uh, funny. It's pretty funny. And yeah, it just, it's, they, and then some of them are really like last night. I don't, hmm, don't want to ruin it, but let's say you, you need to really look for those, um, directional markers because there's some things they'll have you platforming in the later levels where it's like they hide something in a weird area where you literally have to take a leap of faith where it looks like you're going to fall to your death and at the last minute you're like oh there and you have to boost to it and it feels like a secret but it's not it's actually part of the level design Um, there's a lot of weird interesting stuff like that that they you know they went some for.
0: of the platforming stuff is novel like in that regard mm-hmm. it's fun yeah
2: there's not a lot of first person I, yeah, I like platform. that I've never looked at the map I've never looked at the map for platforming I look at areas And I try and like use common sense, like, okay, how far down is this distance wise? Do I think I can actually get there? Or is the game gonna bar me from that? And there have been a few times where I've tried something and I actually can't make it to that area. And it's trial and error. And that's a whole part of platforming. You shouldn't be able to nail something on first try every single time. That's all, that's the point of platforming is to try to tell if you can do
1: something though.
2: No, not always. Yes,
1: always. Definitely not always. Because if you jump at something 80 (laughs) times, (laughs) unsure if you're just screwing it up or if it's just actually impossible, that's terrible design. You should know whether you Mm, can make a jump before you go for it.
2: I think that's more of... I don't think that's terrible design. I think that's more along the lines of people trying to keep things on the rails, now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean terrible design. That means terrible implementation. Uh, because there are some areas where it's like, okay, well, with the double dash ability, I, could I physically get to that area? Yes. That doesn't mean terrible design. That means that because they want me to not kind of break through certain aspects of the map with the mechanics they've given me, that's terrible implementation of wow these mechanics allow me to do this but the game the developers aren't going to allow me to do that i think i don't think that makes the platforming broken i think that makes the implementation of it broken that's the same thing i don't know if uh, i disagree but maybe that's a point where we just agree to disagree i would
0: say i mean uh, i ahead, get what you're saying ahead. josh like the level design the way the platforming works all of that has to work in tandem otherwise the platforming doesn't work
1: I mean, it doesn't have to be like super signposted, but like if there's a gap, you should be able to look at it and go, yeah,
3: yeah, that's that's way too far for me to
1: jump or, or, or not like,
2: well, I, yeah, I think what makes it interesting and weird is that because you have a double jump and a double dash, it's like, you can clear a lot more space than you think you can, but it's hard to gauge how much uh, space you can always clear. And with some of the, for me, yeah. Um
1: there are some weird aspects of that. For, for example, swinging on something gives you so much more momentum than it looks momentum. like it would. Yes. Um and that's fine yes. once yes. you learn it, but you'd think the first oh, time to come off of that about the same velocity I went onto it and it's like 3 to 1. No. It's like you're speedballing. Yeah. yeah. Um and that's cool and once it, you learn yeah. it. Um but
2: and the game yeah. also doesn't tell you you can dash right into a wall. You don't have to grab the it wall. It tells you
1: that as soon as you see it, yeah, the it does. climbing walls. It's like the first. It, it did tell. Oh, it tells you you tutorial. don't have to
2: press R because every time I'm at a wall, it's like press R three, press R three, which is like smashing the joystick in. Yeah, but, but whenever you first encounter it, I think that's it, just like a, as a visual. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a visual reminder just in case you don't make the wall. Like if you're if you're on the like if you're dashing and you're just right below it. You're not gonna jump you're not gonna grab the wall, but it, it will yeah. grab it for you. If you're like directly under it. It's uh, it's weird. There's some of the thing I'm curious to see how you guys feel as you get farther into it because I've done some pretty weird uh platforming. How how far are you, Josh? Just for reference. What's
1: what's um, weird about it? Where am I? I just cleared the first gore nest. So I've like I've killed an extra priest and then like the Gornest was like the first just ridiculously ridiculously huge level that was like one I oh, played half you, of it you put and those it, keys in the thing yeah, you you the those traveling yeah.
2: to super Gornest yeah. did, did um, you fight the you? but that's where you stopped right there
1: I, I did like half of the next level or something but I, I was out of time so that was kind
0: uh, of okay. where we you stopped. guys are
2: right about to see the Marauder so I'm curious what you guys think of the Marauder because it's unlike any enemy that's ever been in Doom so. oh I know how the Marauders work already I, yeah it's how how do you know, Rich? How do you know? I called the internet, Morgan. I,
1: how have you not, have you not been online
2: for the last? No, I'm not trying to ruin shit for me. I want to experience it for the first time. Come on, man. I've seen oh, the Marauder, but I don't know what it does. Ruin
3: Morgan.
2: We're in games coverage. I know, but you, Rich, you you love spoilers. You could just you could swim in a bath of spoilers. I wouldn't say I just I wouldn't say I love spoilers. I just kind of don't care. Yeah, you're like the opposite of Shay. Like you guys are cut from a different cloth as far as spoilers go. Um. That is true. Yeah, but, that's fair. But anyways, it's interesting. I don't know if it's it's hit or miss, but when it's it's a it's an it's a unique thing they win for. Like a lot, I will say the environments have really impressed me. Like just yeah. the scale of them. Yeah, um, I think that's the biggest yeah.
1: plus from the first game is just level design in general. Um, yeah, I, I think that is the only thing that I will just instantly go. This is better, one hundred percent. There's there's not a, not a caveat to it. That's um, me too, yeah. Like, there the are a lot reason. of other aspects where it's like, okay, some of this is better, some of it's not. It's like, is, or mm-hmm. this is just different. The level design is better in this yeah. game.
2: But they definitely also, a more yeah. ambitious game on the whole. Oh, yeah. Well, and they didn't have to... I feel like the first game, going back through it, they were... The level design is actually good, but it's just they were constrained to a simple concept of a you know, a space station or what have you, and you can only make that so interesting. On this game, you're, like, running on giant fucking swords and shooting through the bellies of... It's just wild shit. Well,
0: they get really inventive with, like, the state Earth is in after having been invaded for Hell, but I think, I think yeah. it's supposed to have been, like, three years ago the Hellions invaded.
2: Yeah, there's that massive gap of time. It's It's impressive, man. Like, some of the stuff you look off in the distance, we talked about last week, like, in the first couple levels, you just stare out at it and you're like... They've rendered these massive scale, like looks like wars that took place with giant. I'm assuming at one point in the game you're going to get to pilot one of those. Um, well, I shouldn't say that one thing to. I don't want to spoil anything for Shay, but I'm assuming you're going to get to do some weird stuff in this game. Well, Shay's seen those giant like Doom the Gundam
0: spots. Yeah, the the Doomslayer Gundams. Gundams. Yeah, yeah the, the Doomslayer.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I've I that was a really, really cool part of the game. That was so much fun. Getting to control uh, that massive skeleton with the two guns on its shoulders—that was a ton of fun.
1: Yeah, I think that I was kind of in there as uh, for the multiplayer. Yeah, for the multiplayer, because that's like you can control them as well. So kind of, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll put a section in here where you do that. Just the so you can see how that feels. Yeah, and, and they did it pretty uh, well. I don't
2: remember that. Where was I? Don't remember that for some reason. That was like the second the controller level. Is in the second level. Was it an optional thing?
1: No, no. You need it to get. Your to get the super
2: shotgun. shotgun. Oh yep.
1: yes 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 yes. okay.
0: Yeah, you take control of a revenant.
2: Yeah uh, yes the revenant. That's what I wait. Mean. That's in the third. That's level, what I didn't want to spoil for Shay. That's what I was worried about. You take control of another uh, of a demon. Yep. Okay gotcha gotcha. You yep. go cool cool. Yep. That was. It was cool, but it was also just like, yeah, it was, it was, man, this game, they made some, they, they seems like they had fun making it. That's for sure.
0: Oh, definitely. And now that I've done a deep dive on like the lore and how they're tying all this stuff together, I'm just kind of blown away by the stupidity of it and enjoying it that much more for it. Like there's now a cohesive timeline to doom and that's insane.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. I yeah, they it's clear that they're just having fun and they're just everything's over the top and crazy and I don't think that they're taking themselves too seriously cuz like some of the dialogue when you're talking with the priests is pretty bad. But then you realize they're not taking it very seriously. I don't need to take it very seriously. It's campy as hell. It is campy and I think it's campy on purpose. It's or I'm almost willing to believe it. Is. I'm 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 very conflicted on the tone of the game compared to the first one for me, and it's it's tough yeah. because Well actually
1: I'm I'm there. I feel like the parts that don't slot together nicely are the last game, because that one kinda had a different feel to it than a lot of the other just ridiculous over the top Doom plots. Um and like basically every time they try to explain how you got from the last game to this one it's like it, it doesn't really work as well um as it's like you things. didn't
2: really need it's like whenever you got tethered in the first game like the most outlandish thing that happened is like hey we can tether you out of hell because we're a company that has this sort of technology but they don't they don't need to break down for hours like why you know it's like it's i guess there's when i think i don't I mean, know
0: i mean i never gave that a second thought myself because i don't think it's that important yeah
2: well that's my that's my point. Same. I've been thinking a lot about this game and I've been trying to figure out where they went because you we're talking about like the tonal change last week and I've been trying to figure out like what happened. You know, like I've been looking at the people who made the game and there's four writers. This is all speculatory shit, so I have no idea. There's four writers this time. Uh they lost one of the co-directors of the first game. Um the combat is still generally excellent as we already talked about. And you know this the the thing that I'm most torn on is that they took the my three biggest complaints from the first doom and they tried to address them. They gave me more interesting uh environments. They tried to expand upon the story, even though I th- I think they completely failed, and then um I'm not sure I agree with that at all. Um it it's, it's so stupidly good in spots. But but that's the thing. It's it's different than the first one. Like, and the, there's no way in a million years the first game would have had a room where you go down and see the Doom guy holding a bunny. It's like, it's like people, actually, that's, that's a reference
0: yeah, to original Doom. Where
1: I was telling you about how they're trying to tie the whole thing together, how it's the same guy. That was the plot. They steal your bunny and kill it, and you go all John Wick. That's the plot of the first Doom.
0: Yeah. Yes,
2: I'm not talking about the first Doom. I'm talking about Doom 2016. That's I that know. Was but the, that's what I'm
1: saying. That's like,
2: it's not some it, new it, thing it, they pulled, pulled like out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, they're not plucking
2: it out of left field. It's, paying, it's an homage to Doom, like I'm, classic Doom. I'm not saying they plucked it out of left field. What I'm saying is that the, what made Doom 2016 so good is that they found a way to bring uh, a classic and somewhat silly sort of uh, early video game into a modern state um, in every way possible.
1: Yeah, by and ignoring all the old story, which is why I said yes. it's strange that the only parts that don't seem to, it to fit are the bits from the last game. You're like, oh, we've yeah. got this one, yeah, that's this I'm one saying. semi-serious game in there, and then all the other camp, and that's why it's those so, two feel weird whenever they like try to wrap. They're up wrapping a plot. up against each yeah. other. You yeah. don't
2: reimagine a, an entire franchise just to throw away the entire tone in the next one. It doesn't make any sense. It just I'm, feels. I'm confused though because because that's that's part of why you like Doom 2016 because they did away with that that campiness, but then you want more story. So you wanted you wanted them to f- completely forego their roots to just be a more serious game, but then that would be just like every other game that that would be boring to me. Shooter. I agree with you, sure. Ex Yeah, it'd what? just be boring as shit. Why would it? It, first, it doesn't set itself apart. The first of all, there's two things there. The first one wasn't boring. So I, if they could have carried on with that, I think they could have found. A, if you could tell it wasn't boring because there was no story there. There absolutely that's is a story. Not there. right at all.
0: Yeah, there was a story. There was probably a more I'm,
2: cohesive story than this one. Yeah, but it's it. I mean, come on. It involves, what did you say? What's, there, Francis McDorm- What's the chick? <laughs> Olivia Pierce. That, calling that a story is a <laughs> Olivia little generous. Pierce. I'm telling you, like, I went back to that game, and the story is much better than we gave it credit for initially. I really believe that. I'm not saying it's the most complicated thing in the world, but it worked for what the... Uh, this is what I'm saying. There was a mystery to the silliness of the Doom guy that was sort of implied by the player, and now it's like now we have to show you that in his room he has guitars and he has the Doom video game. Isn't this funny? And I'm just like, they don't get it. They don't understand it. And No, I think they do
0: get it. They're just going for a different thing than what they're you want. They're just wanted. going
1: back to the original series. Is the- they're
0: going back to the roots, yeah. which is good. I still enjoy in its own way. I-, I liked what Doom 2016 was doing, but I like the way they're trying to wrap everything back around. And it doesn't always work. It doesn't work. Like Josh said, it kind of rubs up against what Doom 2016 was. But I'm still enjoying it yeah. for what it is.
2: Yeah, they made it more goofy. They made it more of like a rich yeah. kind of thing and they took away the Morgan kind of thing. And I'm kinda of bummed about that. I wouldn't they uh, Yeah, I don't I don't know. I didn't play Doom 2016 for the story. I couldn't tell you a damn thing about that story. Nor do I care. I didn't play Doom 2016 for the story. To be honest with you, I'm not really playing Doom Eternal for the story either. Um I I listen half-heartedly to whatever they tell me. I don't read the codex entries. I just play Doom because I'm not there for the story. I'm there for the gameplay. And so for someone who does want more story, I don't know why you'd want more story in this, and I'm not judging anyone who wants more story in this.
0: The, the I get, I get an where active there would thought. be frustration
2: there. and I, I, Yeah, and I think, the yeah, absolutely. I think that's what it boils down to at the end of the day is that the story came secondary to literally everything else. Yeah. It's clear. And that's okay for me because I'm not playing it for that reason. People who are looking for more story, I can understand your frustration. Um, I don't agree with it, but I can understand. I, I just it. don't understand that. Because I remember me and you were talking about this a lot before it came out, and you were saying like, "Yeah, you'd like to see them maybe try a more ambitious story in the game and all." I, did, I just feel like saying you're not looking for that in the game. I mean, if that's if that's your prerogative, that's fine. But what I'm saying is that the way they executed the story they had in the first game was. Was perfect. I, I got what you're saying. And I got why what you're saying. I just don't know why you would throw all that away for such a different tone when you've built up this new sort of uh identity for modern doom. That's what I don't get. Like I it's it's odd to me. Um and then there's I don't and know, then the maybe game... maybe there was a camp of people, a very vocal camp of people who wanted them to go back to the original story. I mean, we can look well, at games. Yeah. Because other series have done this before. We could look at Saints Row one and two which were very serious games that were trying to uh, nip at the heels of Grand Theft Auto, and, and then, then 3, three and 4 game. really threw that out of the window and decided to be its own thing. Um, maybe maybe there's a camp of people that wanted this, or maybe Doom 2016, because it was a reboot, they tried to play it very safe, and then once they realized that there is a market for it there, they decided to do the things they ultimately wanted to do. I don't know. Yeah, so they, they would have Basically in caving to the if by your logic to a larger market. Caving um, to doing what they wanted to do? I don't know if you heard
1: what he said, but You don't think they did what they wanted to do with Doom 2016? No, I'm sure they did, but like he's saying, they did a more normal story with that game, along with the overhaul. Played it safe. Um I'm not saying that's better seem to or have worse, more but fun it's with like, this. I think the biggest thing they learned from twenty sixteen though was that no one gave a shit about the story, so they may as well do their ridiculous Doom story that at least is kind of what Doom fans have been in for this whole time. Um, The first
2: thing we said last week, Josh, all three of us, was like, what happened to the cliffhanger at the end of... Like, we all cared about the story. Yeah, no, and I I was
0: curious, but what I'm saying is the more I play of this, the less I really care. Like, I like what they're doing. It's different, but I like it.
2: Yeah. I don't. But I respect that. I I wish you guys could get a little farther in it, because it gets... Man, it gets so goofy, and there's. That sounds great. Weird human characters all over the place, and it's man, it gets yeah. weird. No, gets I, weird. oh, I know. Yeah.
0: I, I already read how the lore ties into the old Doom games. Damn it! Games don't cheat it, to- Rich, Runny your ears. What the fuck
2: is to spoil? It's a uh, Doom story.
1: It's like,
3: yeah.
2: I wanted him to witness it. I wanted him to see the BFG. Ugh, okay. Well, if you're not worried about spoilers, then I can just. I can go full. I'm not worried. Yeah. That like, that's one game I'm not worried about being spoiled. I've never at all. I've
0: never been worried about spoilers.
2: I mean, Morgan. Only you would think that reading is cheating. <laughs> I don't want to read ahead. I want to experience. I just feel like there's something to experience. Uh, it. If it's not like I'm waiting for it to come out in months. I'm like, it's right here. I can just play it. You know.
1: Yeah. But then again, you'd have to want to play it, and I think that's kind of where the game fails because it's just—I'd much rather catch bugs. Yeah. You have to want to play the game, and it's just the gameplay's not as good as as 2016 it's it's not it's just I cannot imagine playing that with a controller well
0: Josh Um,
2: is playing with a mouse and I'm playing on a
1: computer and it's just
0: yeah we both bloated
2: it feels
1: really bloated compared to the last one a thousand
0: systems you've played more than me but I'm like it is it's a lot and it throws a lot at you quick I'm still liking it for what it is but like it's one of those things where it's like if I didn't play this for like a week i can't imagine diving back into it because there's so many yep. turning moving parts. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's it's something that you start and you play all the way through and you finish. And to kind of um expand upon Josh's point, I think the combat in this game is a little bit weaker. And I think that's because not necessarily anything other than they're just throwing mass amounts of enemies at you. And Morgan and I talked about this a little bit. The the weak points are very difficult to do on controller it's very hard to account for those things with a controller it's possible obviously but it's it's much tougher more yeah yeah it's a lot tougher and also, I think that the i mean I know you guys talked about this a little bit last week the 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 way they roll out the weapons to you felt a little bit interesting, like like which weapons you get at which times it's not terrible, but it just yeah isn't a natural i think flow of releasing those weapons so the combat is a little bit weaker but i definitely absolutely wholeheartedly love the platforming elements that they added to this game i definitely love that and that was a huge improvement for me i love yeah i love searching for all the secrets and hidden areas well the first it's, it's weird because it's weird because like i will spend x amount of time in games searching for those things before i just get tired of it like the last of us i would search a little bit for like the optional conversations and some of the hidden things and then i'd get bored and i'd be like all right i'm done with this game i want to search literally everywhere and i don't know what is compelling me but i want to find all the hidden items and i in this game
1: i think it's because it's fast if you see a place and you want to yes, go check it out it's just fast pew, Getting pew, pew, pew. to it to check it just like Sanic is yeah you 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 think about it and then you go do it it just it's it doesn't feel like a slog to get somewhere um and that that's true. makes a big difference
2: that's a really good point um, it's the first game i will say this going back into it i think the platforming in that game to get the secrets is is really underrated but it's not a major component of the game. It's, it's not, few and far between compared to this one. It's comp- mostly completely yeah. optional. Um, and that's why they... So I'm not trying to say it's better or worse. I just think it's... It was better than I remembered when I went back through it. I was trying to get all the extra stuff to get all the upgrades. and mm-hmm. it Actually, there's some clever stuff in there. It's just... It's nothing like this. Um And yeah, it is... And look, sequels should take chances. They should be brave and weird and stuff. So I don't want to sound like I'm just sh- shitting all over it. It's just like the soul of the game. I feel like they... They lost the soul of the game that I fell in love with. They lost, and um, I do agree that the combat, even though it's actually really compelling, is yeah, it is kind of bloated, Josh. I think that one of the things for me that I think about that I kind of signifies what I'm torn on about it is the like the one ups, for example. Like, at first, I was collecting all those, it's kind of a funny throwback to you know classic games, mm-hmm. but like from a balancing standpoint, and also just. It's a weird thing to just. I had a ton of one-ups. I had one tough. Fight you have one and tough I lost fight. You all? lose
1: them all, and then that's yeah. It. It's they don't Th- feel doesn't, they're doesn't they're useless. The one-ups are completely useless yeah, as
0: far the as are the useless. game balance and, and for because uh, the game is such trial and error. Like mm-hmm. yes. to win a fight, like the one-ups are like one shot. It's like you need you just need one good run. Yeah. Like on a perfect run, you shouldn't die anyway. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, and that felt so. Like I, I had all these one ups. I was exploring the first two levels. I got in one bad fight where I got trapped in a corner. I lost all of them, and I was like, "Oh, this is <laughs> dumb. This is fucking dumb." And I, it's, it's a, it's on one hand, I'm like, it's kind of cool they're willing to try it. On the other hand, it's like, why didn't they have the basic wherewithal to like say that this? doesn't really make sense it's you know?
0: something that you feel like they should like at some point during design they should have been like
2: there's no reason for this to be here yeah like that's the kind of thing this is this is my yeah. point that's the, the kind of thing they
0: would have it cut. feels like a thing that would have been ironed out yeah
2: in dune 2016 that's the kind of thing they would have cut and been like no that doesn't work today yeah and then well, some they let that jackass back in the meeting and they're like wait remember the one up idea i had i, I don't
1: mean, know it's, that's that's kind of a useless thing like it it, it comes up and you'll I forget when I have them because they're so useless yes, most of the time. yes, it's not the but end of like world. I just like the combat in general. Like the flamethrower, um, it's kind of doing the exact same thing as the glory kills. It's just oh, this is how you keep For your armor, health. It gives you armor, yeah. health up now, and yeah, it's just a different balance. And it feels like you have to do both of them constantly, and it's just like it's kind of the same system. Like I kind of, I kind of wish I get it. There's always been armor, but like. Just give us a bigger health bar, have it be the one system so you're not constantly trying to juggle, oh, do I have full health now? Oh, do I have full armor now? Like, that, it's,
2: it just, it... It does feel like a ton of micromanaging, which is exactly what you're saying, because, like, especially with those Slayer gates... You you really have to micromanage every resource. So it's like, okay, I gotta fire this frozen grenade. Cool. Alright, now let's switch to my normal grenade while I'm doing all the other button things, running around, looking around, switching, which is an awkward switch, because it's on the D-pad on the controller. So you're switching on the D-pad uh, while you're still trying to move. Like, so if you're moving, your left thumb is like to move, but also you have to hit the D-pad to switch your grenades. And if you're getting fucking bombarded with enemies that simple switch even if it's a quick switch like could be deadly and so you're sitting there trying to switch that to the normal grenade okay so i throw that grenade in the demon's mouth oh well there's another demon, and i don't have another grenade so i just have to run around the map and wait until my grenade regenerates but on top of that i have the little um Quick, like flame belch that I can do, yeah, okay, and then so I got to micromanage that, and like it's all these little things that you got to micromanage on lot. top of your yeah. armor on top of the one ups. And it's w- with them throwing this massive, these mass amounts of enemies at you on top of micromanaging all of these different aspects to the combat, it does become overwhelming. And there have been a few times, and this is more so me than design, but it is a part of it where. I go to like throw something out and I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot to switch the grenades or oh shit, I pressed the shoot button instead of the flame belch button or the chainsaw button instead of something else. And mm-hmm. because there's so much micromanaging on top mm-hmm. of all these things getting yeah. thrown at you, it's kind of like the, the, the flame belch one systems. That one are at has with
1: broken so much fucking muscle memory because it's the goddamn reload button. And I don't know how many fucking times yeah. I have used the flame belch way away from anything with nothing around to damage at all because I'm trying to reload those things
0: like doom. No reload. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I have yeah. to stop
1: it's and think about it to break. Don't reload. Don't, Don't reload. reload. Cause it's like,
2: yeah, it's when it, when it's yeah. the nice thing I'll say about that is cause I agree with everything you're saying when it's clicking it, at times, it does feel good, you yeah. know. Like you're like, oh, I use this flame on these five enemies. They're shooting um, shields at me. I jump back through a rocket at them. Turn around, do a glory kill on this guy. Run mm-hmm. over here, swing up. Like when it's clicking, it it does feel great. But it definitely it all feels
0: great in motion when it's working. Yeah,
2: it's just those times
0: when it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I, I work. feel less like I'm Ooh, fighting the enemies out. and more like I'm fighting my own cooldowns most of the time in the game. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's totally. like let's make sure I've got like, especially because. Like the optimal rune to use is the one that lowers your cooldown when you kill something that's been damaged by a cooldown. Which basically means, <laughs> you flamethrower something, you kill it, you immediately flamethrower the next thing. You have to remember to keep all your things rolling, like, constantly in order to cool. do, you know, like, constantly have health and armor For everything coming to back be optimal, in yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'd rather the enemies be the puzzle and not not perfecting my rotation like I'm playing it's, an MMO.
2: It feels like I'm playing a MOBA or an MMO it's, or something, yeah. yeah. And I feel like just sure. little things like... Or an I, RTS even. The, mm-hmm. the Super yeah. Shotgun has that cool... I feel like they didn't even really... I didn't get a chance to really even use it, but the Super Shotgun has this cool hookshot thing yeah. that I feel like the game didn't really implore upon me to use. Yeah. I was like, That fuck. was the thing I was it, the most excited you know about. It implores upon you to use yeah. uh, when you
0: need to use it uh, to get the final upgrade for it.
3: hmm
2: Okay, uh, well, what I'm saying is, like, in the in, yeah, and this is the last time I'll say this, I just imagine that being something where, like, ha- I would have used that for like an entire level in Doom 2016, where they dropped one cool new enemy onto me, and it would have felt like a natural flow. And by the time that level is finished, I'd be like, man, I really mastered using that yeah. that um, hook that, shot. And that, that hook and-
1: shot should not be on a six and a half hour cooldown or whatever it is, and that should have been a part of some of the platforming. Yeah, that's I always assumed it was going to be They really showed that, in that trailer. In every fucking trailer
0: front I and center
1: before this thing came out and you
0: and never have to use the hookshot. for anything. Not for that at least. Yeah. Uh I, for the, honestly it becomes a pretty good piece of combat equipment when the final upgrade to yeah, the once, super Yeah, once shotgun, you maybe. make it
1: turn yeah, burn it, enemies. That's like the, it's it's which, useless yeah, until then, but
0: because it's basically okay, I'm going to stick them with the chain, shotgun them in the face and they're going to explode armor. Mhm.
1: Exactly. Until then, it's yeah. I'm gonna pull myself point blank, blank range of an enemy that will then kill me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, or like you know, yeah. you use it as a quick I, escape if it's like there's an imp by himself. I need to get out of
3: here.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and i I wanna say, I wanted to make one disclaimer because I don't. I'm sure you guys, all three of you guys, are. I've been playing on Ultra Violence, and Same, yeah. I don't know if mm-hmm. I don't know if that adds a level of. Uh, making it more important to micromanage everything, I'm sure on a normal difficulty, we probably wouldn't be having as much complaints there, and much, that's yeah. probably probably part of the design there of making it harder, but it's still even on normal, I feel like and maybe this is something I should test out in my own free time for next week that micromanaging all those systems is still kind of a pain in the ass, yeah, but I feel like you're. The difficulty shouldn't be predicated on better micromanaging a yeah. hundred systems. I, I, but it's an interesting yeah. way of doing it. Instead of making their their enemies more bullet spongy, which I'm sure that's part of ultra violence, or that, or even harder difficulties that micromanaging those systems becomes more pertinent. I guess. Yeah. The, uh, My understanding is that yeah, the ultra violence is just more. Enemies and more tougher enemies. The the enemies themselves are not drastically different because I've played on various difficulties and I was kind of researching it as well. Like you're gonna get more of like maybe on normal, one big demon at the end will spawn, but on ultra violence you'll get three. You know what I mean? It's mostly stuff like yeah. that. Um fuck, those slayer gates on ultraviolence, dude, is brutal. Like I I finished like the second wave yesterday on the one I'm stuck on right now, and then like all of a sudden one of those spider demons just spawns right in front of me. And then I try and run away and then there's another one behind me. And so I try and sprint to like a third direction and then there's one up on a hill. And I was like, fuck this. (laughs) I was like, I'm fucking so angry. It gets gets harder too. It gets
3: brutal. It it really does. But I
2: will say there, we did talk about this morning. There is a level of imbalance with this game towards the beginning. Um, the specific area that we were talking about is when you're down in that train station area, and then they throw a, like a spider demon at you. Oh, that, basically, co- when you
0: guys um, were talking about it, I knew the part immediately. Yes, yes. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. so, so there, Um. basically, there there's this area where there's alternating fireballs, and you kind of have to dodge them, and then you turn this corner, and then you turn, immediately after you turn the other corner, this spider demon comes out of nowhere. So, basically, you have to run out of, a little bit away, because if you stay too close, he's going to smack you but you also can't run too far away because those fireballs take a good chunk of health. So basically, you have to be able to like hit the little turret on top of its head and nail it really quickly. And uh, like I'm sure either way it's difficult whether you're on a keyboard or a controller, but fuck was that part hard. I had to do that part at least 15 times before I could get it. Man, it was I think cool. I got that on it the It just felt like
0: it
3: just felt third try, no but
1: reason. i feel like i lucked out the you're kind it, of learning a new enemy and that was the spider one oddly enough that's basically the hardest spot to fight one of those was at in in kind of a hallway section cuz generally once you break the their their main cannon all their other attacks are fairly slow but that first area you're kind of in tight hallways and you can't really
2: dodge as many. It's more anyway. like 2016. Well, yeah, and you compute. You computer people probably it's much easier to nail down those precision shots than on the. Joysticks, which is interesting, because I felt like for the first level, I was like, "This is way too." Well, we were joking about that on the last podcast, where like it feels like they just throw you into like the fifth level of a game, which is funny because totally, totally, the level I got to last night, which I can keep kind of spoiler free, felt like it should have been the first level of the game (laughs) because it involved it involves Samuel Hayden and it was like an indoor complex, and it just felt right to me. And I was like, "Man, I, I, I'm not saying they switched them around. I'm just saying this would have been a much better uh, opening introduction, yeah." Because it just felt like, oh, right into the fire and, like, kind of hard. And, like, right away they wanted to kick your ass. And, and it's like, okay, well, you know, that's interesting. Interesting choice. Choices were made. Um, It's a fascinating thing. For me, it's kind of like... Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, no, I was agreeing with you. I was just agreeing. It's just the whole thing is fascinating to me, honestly. Like, I, I would say this. To me, it's kind of been, like, it's got a weird metaphor. But it'd be like if you if I went on a date with uh and this a beautiful woman and it turns out she was a Trump supporter right from the beginning <laughs> it set me on a bad i, I got a, it's I, not that i'm trying bad. to learn to- I'm trying to get like a bad vibe out of my mouth because, or taste in my mouth, because from the very beginning of this game, I knew that they changed things I loved about doing 2016, and there were so many little things I hated about it from the UI, the menus, everything we've already talked about, blah, blah, blah. So I took a break from it, played Animal Crossing for three days. I've just been trying to come back to it with a different mindset, and I've been enjoying it more, right? But it's it's like in the back of my mind, this beautiful middle on this date with, having a great time. Fucking! I can't get it out of my head that she's a Trump supporter, and it's like ruining it for me. You know what I mean? It's like it's—I just can't stop thinking about it. Jim and... Slayer doesn't support Trump, but that rabbit does. Mm. <laughs> no, the well, you know about Mike <laughs> Pence's rabbit, don't you? Uh huh. Marlon, you know, hey, Marlon Bundo, Mike, Marlon Bundo. <sighs> uh, I, I hate him so much. No, well he he has a Marlon. He has a bunny named Marlon Brando, but the uh, Steve, um, John Oliver from the. That's a last week no, tonight his show. his name
1: is Marlon Bundo, the actual one, because it's a rabbit. Yeah.
2: No, no the the gay rabbits Marlon Bundo.
1: No, they're both Marlon Bundo.
2: Oh, they're both Marlon Bundo. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: Marlon Brando um, is is Marlon Brando.
2: Brando named after yeah. Marlon Brando, yes. the actor. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, I said that wrong. But my my wife bought that Marlon Bundo book for my daughter, and it's like that's one of her pretty fucking books. awesome.
3: <laughs> it's it's
2: a good. That's pretty. It's a good book. It's actually a really good book. Um. Anyways, like, I, yeah, I just, Interesting. I'm trying to like learn. It's weird when you play a game that has things that you do really like, but they like change something so pivotal to what you liked about it. It's like hanging with me in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I get that, and for you, dude, like, I think I think you need to remember this. Like, obviously, our fans can't really know this, but in the uh, in the weeks leading up to this game being released. You flooded us with Doom content, and this is kind of your personality. You get really addicted to something for, like, a month, and then you're off of it. Or you're addicted for a few months, and then you're off of it. Like, this is something that's been well-documented through our history with, like, No Man's Sky, Red Dead, all these various games where you just get fucking addicted. And you were researching shit on Doom. Like, you were you were pouring through things. You were looking at everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, actually, I actually think that's awesome. And I respect that you do that. You you pay attention to a lot of things. But I think you mm-hmm. built it up for yourself so much because you played Doom 16 right before the new game came out, which is smart. And I understand why you do that. And then you're reading all these things and you really built it up for yourself. Like every day, dude, like three times a day you're messaging us. Can't wait for Doom next week. Can't wait for Doom, Doom, Doom in six Doom, days. Doom, can't Doom. wait for Doom. I know, I know. Like
0: you, Shay, I think you just built would you say it was doomed yes. to fail?
2: Hey, yeah, I think that it's going to um, be etched in Josh Morgan's kind of like mental book that this game is eternally a disappointment.
3: Oh. <laughs>
2: Please subscribe. Come
3: on, <laughs>
2: Patreon.com/slash/swordchomp. Come on, Josh, lay down. No, yeah, it's, there's truth to that. I wonder if I hadn't played Dune 2016 again recently and I had that four-year gap if I might feel differently about things about this game because I just would have forgot. I think so. Like, imagine yeah. if Dune twenty six For sure, because I'm going to tell you right now, dude, I've forgotten every single thing about the story about Doom, except the fact that they go to Mars or he goes to Mars. That's it. That's all I remember. Okay, so
0: Samuel Hayden, right? Yeah. He works at this facility on Mars for UAC. Uh, uh, for the record, actually, that is one of my favorite subtleties of the story going on in the background. They talk about UAC and they talk about it teaming up with Hell, but they discuss it like it's a corporate merger. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, they're 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 taking energy through a portal from Hell to uh, supply the world now, and there's like this weird darkly comic corporate. Um, yeah, well, I mean that uh, was in the,
1: also in 2016, but yeah. the weird thing here is. That's what I mean. Yeah, like there's a little bit of it in the other one, but it's like you can tell that stuff is still functioning. But like you find those burnt out towns, but still with the billboards and stuff from UAC. Yeah. Of them, like and like no, this is this then. is exactly what was going to happen based off of that. You're seeing more the aftermath of it than oh, this is still happening, um, which is a little bit strange.
0: Oh, and I don't think we mentioned this because I just learned it today when I was reading that lore info dump on how Doom Eternal ties itself to all the original Doom games Mm -hmm. as well as Doom 2016. Uh, That version of Doom 64 we got has a new level... (laughs) a new final level that sets up doom 2016. Oh wow. my God.
1: That sounds great. That, actually, that was the only one that wasn't attached before. Cause it was just kind of its own thing.
0: Yeah. Because doom 64, uh, for the, cause it technically was the last one in the, the plot line chronologically before doom 2016, uh, is the one where the doom slayer goes, goes back yeah, to, goes hell. to hell. Yeah. yeah. Like he just goes to hell to
2: start killing demons. Yeah. And I, I think like that's they're really just cool coming here like... too slowly. I've got a, I've got to take the fight to them. Mm-hmm. This is I'll, I'll say this, and then I'll shut my mouth, okay? One of the things I noticed going back to Play Doom in 2016, like Shay was saying, is that I appreciated it more, I think, even now, because think about the last four years. How many really important good first-person shooter campaigns have we had that you guys can remember? Um, Titanfall 2, a lot of people like Call of that. Duty in- Infinite Warfare was awesome.
0: Yeah, I'd actually agree with Shay on that. I thought that was a great game. Battlefield
2: campaign. 1 had an awesome campaign. I'll put those in the maybes, but yes, I agree with those. Call of Duty, I agree with. Battlefield didn't do much for me. I, I was just thinking Dude, literally Titanfall. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, the second Titanfall had an awesome campaign as well, yes. And that wasn't even really my thing, but like last year, I looked at all of our Game of the Year lists or thought through them in my head last year the year before. There's no first-person shooter came, games that came up for us campaign-wise. Yeah. Overwatch 2016, yeah, it didn't but there's have not a campaign. campaign. That's not a... I was no going to say story. Destiny
1: yeah. 2, but not really. Well, but I... I look, no. I love Destiny 2, but it I would say... It, it might, no. might like eventually be there versions now, of, but when it released, no. No.
0: That's, I was a, gonna that's say, a maybe. Uh, last time I went back to it is when I'd say Destiny 2 is finally the game I wanted it okay. to be. Okay. It may be time. But I, and, yeah, it and I be, enjoyed it, but I
2: would yeah. put it in the same class as, like, what Shay was saying, with, like, Infinite Warfare and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm putting, like... So fantastic? There just there hasn't been a lot of really good first person shooter campaigns. So going back, it was almost like more refreshing than trying to cram it in that year when we did it. And I was appreciating all these things that they nailed that are so difficult to nail. And then to see them throw those things away is just frustrating. I just those are not easy things to do that they did well in that game, and you know, yeah, it bums me out.
3: I, yeah.
2: I don't know if they really so much just threw them away as just took them a different direction than what you ultimately wanted, which is what Josh was saying earlier, which I understand and I appreciate. That's true. I mean, because when I say throws it away, it makes it sound like they sat there and said, we had this cool idea. Fuck this. Let's throw it in the trash when it could be. Let's just do something different. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just with the rest of my life. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Doom Eternal. We'll keep playing it. I'm. St- I'm going to finish the damn thing for sure. So.
1: I thought I was going I to, and then I started playing Control again. So we'll see. <laughs>
2: I, don't I want know. to talk about that next week. Can yeah. I? No, can I'm I get not ready to, to talk about console, it yet. Or?
1: So
0: Is... I'm, I'm gonna. I'll play that before next week. I have every intention to to play that stuff. So yeah.
2: Well, Shea was saying he had trouble. He, we couldn't get it or something. I don't remember what the. Yeah. So um, it's a it's a an exclusive to PlayStation and online right now for the three months. Well, it's a time I, exclusive. I,
0: uh, I played it on PlayStation, so... Well, I guess I can... That's what I'm guess, saying. Damn.
2: Damn it! It's available right now on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, PC, so... But on Xbox, we have to wait until June. That's stupid. Mm. That's what you get for using your Xbox. That's where it's... Man. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like for using my The one time I used that goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Really, they they sold me with Sea of Thieves. That's how they tricked me. I bought, I bought Sea of oh, Thieves yeah. and... And then it was all downhill from there because I had to play. Um, let's get to some polls and we can get the fuck out of here. Uh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Guess not. I've been t- I've been messaging yeah, and messaging. Shay did say about several Ori. times. Mm-hmm. Go for it, Shay. Tell me about Ori. Okay. All right. So Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Last time that I we talked about it, which was last week, I was about halfway through, and since then Josh and I have. Finished well, Josh had finished the game last week, but I have since finished the game. And Josh and I did a um, a chomping after dark two part episode. Actually, we did both Ori and the Blind Forest and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And uh, I got the Blind Forest up on our Patreon last night, so I'm going to be working on the Will of the Wisps and getting that out next week. So, this is really, really, really fun podcast, but. God damn. I the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because that episode has a lot more to do with like the story and spoiling it. Where I kind of wanted to talk more here about more like the mechanics and whatnot because And and basically everything else. Like that episode was pretty much story focused. And this one is more like everything else because Man, one one of the things I have to say about this game Um, and we we talked about it somewhat last week is the the upgrade that they made to the mechanics and the combat are dude, so so good so good it makes this game feel so great we talked about like the movement in the game and how it feels so easy to move around it's kind of similar in some regards to doom now that i think about it that it just movement in doom eternal feels so effortless and soda so it feels that way in ori too obviously it's a little bit more precision based in ori but man the the, the amount of things you can do in ori is just phenomenal and it all stems from that ability they introduced in the first game, which is the rebound ability. I mean, I don't know about you, Josh, but I, I think I like this, the, the combat in this game almost as I think I like it as much as hollow Knight, And in some ways, I think I like it more in some ways.
1: I think occasionally, I don't think it's as finely tuned in some places. Um, I think it works. Oddly enough, I think the the best tuned area in the whole game is the uh, the desert. Um, Because (laughs) you're able to use the dash basically everywhere, the burrow that lets you dash through sand. Um, And I wasn't seeing you do this, but one of my favorite things to do with that is you can be way more aggressive on some of the enemies there, and then right before they attack, burrow into the sand, right underneath their feet, yeah, and then pop up behind them and attack them again. Um, it it yep. is it is so satisfying to just be able to go even more aggressive than you can everywhere else in the game because you have a faster escape than usual. Um, and it, mm. oh, it feels good. It feels so good. Um,
2: it's something I figured out a little bit later as I had that ability. Mm-hmm. And the thing I love is that we're, we just talked about a game that it doesn't really feel like it gives you the agency to control what you're doing in the combat. The combat basically happens and you have to try and survive it where this game gives you the agency to control how the combat plays out, excluding the bosses, of course, but it gives you the agency to be able to control pretty much everything. Like yeah. you can, you you are able to position enemies to where you like if they fire a projectile you are able to fire it at another enemy kill that enemy mm-hmm. and still position yourself into a great position to attack that enemy that fired on you in the first place yeah or you're able to use your environment if like in that sand area and you're burrowing you're able to uh basically make an enemy there's an enemy in there, it kind of looks like a sandworm a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it will, like, uh, dash at you and try and attack you. And if you position yourself well enough, you can get it to dash into a spike and kill itself. So, the, like, the game really gives you that agency, which is super, super important. And that's a part of why the combat feels so good in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the reason I'd, I'd still give the edge to Hollow Knight is because you have basically the full toolkit everywhere you are. Whereas a lot of the things are tied to that's environmental true. objects in Ori, um, and so a lot of the time you're just using way less of the kit, um, and it's with less of the kit, it's not quite as good as Hollow Knight. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the the desert, you've basically got access to everything. It feels amazing, just perfect. Um, and then as you start taking things yeah. away, it's certain really areas thing. just I don't think they are as strong as Hollow Knight. Um, but like that one zone amazing it's just perfect
2: um yeah yeah the, in, in the desert is where the game truly shines mm-hmm. uh in terms of mechanics of the game for exactly what you're saying but i did love that in this game that it feels like you go to a lot more different places because they really worked on the environments even more so in this game than the first one mm-hmm. first one has gorgeous environments and gorgeous visuals there's no detracting from that but it really feels like you go to different places in this game and like i like we talked about last week the transition to these areas is well done but having experienced all of them now like they are very very distinct and it it adds to the game's um not presence but just Expansion of the game from the first one to the second one. It really feels Mm -hmm. like you go into this bigger world and you are experiencing more of this world in the Ori universe. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, dude, I uh, obviously, we, I I don't think there's a lot we can say, um, that we didn't either last week or on that Chomping After Dark episode, but I just wanted to make sure. That we touched a little bit more on the mechanic,
3: yeah, for the mechanic aspect, like the
1: yeah, since not everybody's getting the Patreon bonuses, make sure we kind of wrapped up our thoughts there, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and that that podcast was just spoilers uh, through the stories essentially, but yeah, this game just it feels to me at the top of the line in terms of Metroidvania for. Everything in the game, the story's phenomenal, the music's phenomenal, the mechanics are phenomenal. Um, The only thing I would say that really holds this game back, which I said last week, are the glitches. That's the only thing that holds this game back from, for me, from being a perfect game. If those glitches didn't exist, the game would be perfect. To me. Yeah. So. Perfect. Which, I mean, hopefully,
0: they'll be gone soon, those glitches. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How much further did you get into it, Rich?
0: Um, I have not gone back to it. Just with Doom and Animal Crossing oh, and everything, yeah. it's been a half week. Once, um, I, I do want to kind of push through and get Doom off my plate, and then maybe go back to it because also just looking forward, there's so much more on the horizon. I don't want this to get pushed to the corner
2: and forgotten. Final Fantasy 7, all that stuff cannot yeah. yeah. I I think that even if it does, that does happen, you have the summer. Because yeah. the summer, there are not a and lot we'll of We'll be inside the whole time. <laughs> well, that, and hopefully... <laughs> that, too.
1: Hopefully, by the time you do have time for it, bug patches will have come through. So that'd be, that would be great. That would be the ideal way
0: to play mm-hmm. it, then, yeah.
2: I have a feeling those that patch will be rolled out in April. Yeah. I have a, I have a great uh,
1: feeling about that. Yeah. Which would yeah, be I'm nice. I'm currently waiting to, for the, the hard mode playthrough for the bug fix patch. That's...
2: Dude, right? Like, I was thinking about going through the game again immediately after I beat it, but I was like, these glitches are completely preventing me from doing that because I want to try and go through the game without dying, and I want to try and go through the game like doing the speed run, beating it in under four hours. That is... And... Booking it through there. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to try, and I wanted to try, but then the, the glitches basically made that obsolete i was like there's no point because anyone who cares about achievements on the xbox um i beat the game on hard and i beat the game and you're supposed to get a few achievements that pop when you beat the game or if like you collect all the health um the little health bubbles or the the energy bubbles Mm -hmm. those didn't pop for me all four of those achievements didn't pop for me and that's part of the glitch as well. Well,
0: I can tell you achievements are weird. Um, I might have told the story before. One night I was just laying in bed watching Netflix on my Xbox and it popped a bunch of achievements for Gears of War Four. So I'm not really sure how achievements work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's fair. Yeah, it's it's a weird system. I know that like I went on online and did some research on some of the forums and a lot of people were saying the same thing where they tried clearing out the like the the uh, storage cache like where they temporarily store some things on their Xbox. They tried turning it on and off. They tried uninstalling the game and reinstalling the game and the achievements still weren't popping. So, huh. it's a gl- it's a glitch with the game and it's something that yeah. the developers I went read on the site as well, they're aware that some of the achievements aren't popping. They're working on a f- on a fix for the bug right now. But yeah, it just basically makes any like if you're trying to beat it for those kind of achievement hunting makes makes that basically that's frustrating if
0: that's where you're at yeah
2: yeah but at, at the same time i'm completely satisfied with my one playthrough of it at this time obviously we have other games some on the horizon but yeah one thing i will say i've said it probably 10 times and i'm gonna say it for the 11th time do not miss that this game this year this game is phenomenal. It's going to pop up mm-hmm. in multiple end-of-the-year show top tens, guaranteed. And even if that's not a selling point for you, I promise you, the story will move you. Because the, the writing in the game is top-notch. Just um, character development, the way the story develops, how much is said with how little of dialogue there is in the game. It just It's very well written and you don't want to miss a, a game, and especially from an indie developer that is at the top of their game after having only made their second game ever. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So you hear that, Josh? You already put it in your top ten uh, categories of the year. So there you go. You have to put it in there.
0: <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure the year is going to be over in
2: like three months. Oh, that's true. So it did say multiple top ten categories. Expect it to be in multiple I so. categories. I don't want to be a disappointed. Um Okay. <laughs> Alright, Ori. Shay is Shay really loves Ori. He has quite an Ori heart on. So don't miss it, otherwise he's gonna hate you forever and you don't want to lose his friendship. It's no joke. Um I'm yeah, I'm excited to get back into it and see what all the fuss is about, for sure. Mm hmm. Um all right, so let's get to some fun polls here to round up the show. These are voted on by the Sword Chomp audience every Tuesday. And we will discuss these as fun topics of the show briefly. Kind of gives us a chance to unwind a little, be gross, be weird, be whatever. Um, all of the above. So I phrase this question in a way that I think maybe i didn't like uh whenever i looked back on it but my intention was different so i asked our audience in this first poll question that they voted on are you surprised by how much you miss sports and 70 percent of our audience said no they are nope. not so you can't really tell <laughs> what they mean by saying that yeah yeah no there's no way to read into that further mm-hmm. I got some people message me and be like, yeah, I just don't like sports, blah, blah, blah. But I was looking at I'm like, well, maybe they're just saying they're not surprised <laughs> by how much they miss it because they really Because I knew it. exactly how much they'd miss sports. Uh, it's, fuck, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so I'll rephrase that again. I, it, it's weird living you – know, since I've been a kid, there's never been a period like this where sports are just completely gone. And I can tell you for me, it's really fucking strange because sports is my other like podcast go-to. It's my other world. I mean, I was going to make a joke at the beginning of the show, Rich, that um, – the the blights that God put on the world for everyone would have been for you would have been uh uh plagues, rats, and the Knicks. Um, so there you go. The, the New York hey, Nickebacas. Um Yeah, that is what we call them here. Imagine <laughs> Imagine being hey a Hey Sonny, you
0: catch the Nickebacas game?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would.
0: And I'm like, oh morning, old man Jenkins. <laughs> how about I get you a
2: bagel? <laughs> The best thing about being a Knicks fan right now is that the Knicks aren't playing. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. Uh, And the funny thing was, I guess they were the ones campaigning really hard to keep playing games because, you know, because they wanted them. Yeah, dude, that James Dolan is a fucking prick.
3: (laughs) Such a bad owner.
2: So Such a bad take. So Rats, the Plague, Dwarves, and uh, the New York Knicks. God's blight upon the world, apparently. According and George R. R. Martin, not me, of course. Um, so yeah, so I rephrased that weird, but uh, for me, I was just gonna say that yeah, it's just really empty and strange and weird. And
3: that's what odd. she said.
2: <laughs> she did. She did say oh, that. Oh wow, Josh coming in with that's what she <laughs> said. All right, that's that's a historical moment. We've never, I don't remember ever hearing Josh say that's what it's, she said. It's it a was, Christmas miracle. It was the
1: that was the first time where. It, actually was perfect
2: That's true. No, <laughs> it wasn't a Christmas miracle, Morgan. It was a corona miracle. Mm-hmm. Let's call it for what it is. It's oh, a plague miracle. Wow, a corona miracle. You dirty dog you. Um, That's right. God bless us say... everyone. <laughs> God plague us everyone.
3: <laughs> That's terrible. You know, corona miracle <laughs> no, I will is say Fish's that it favorite is stripper
2: weird. <laughs> Emptiness of the world. Maybe I'll rephrase that and try to figure out what's going on. Because, like I said, my entire life has never never happened. Um, (coughs) Excuse me, I just got that Rona. There have been, like, shortened seasons by lockout seasons. Like, the NBA has had a few lockout seasons. But it's never been where literally every sport is shut down. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I'd like to make my own subsection Uh, of the NBA that's an actual NBA street where there's just, like, no fouls. Oh, okay. Mm. Just straight street. I was ball. thinking...
3: Yeah. I'd be, I'd be thinking
0: like, it'd be interesting like... Uh, at the if level like, of the NBA, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if, like, they still held golf, but, mm. like, it was the guy teeing off, and then it was just, like, one or two guys on the camera crew. And the guy had to drive his own cart, he had to, like... He was his own caddy and everything. <laughs> it's it all timed. Weird. It'd just mm-hmm. be so weird just like having these golfers like just slowly rotate together and they're like three people like the camera guy and him and maybe the guy. Holding no, I love the, that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Dude, Dude, it's but also it's got to, I think the it's best... got to be
1: timed game show style like 15 minutes on the yeah. clock. <gasps> I think even better than that in order to speed up the whole process so you're not watching for what whatever it is five and a half days to watch a single 18 whole round of golf. Have all of them start in the first hole at the same time, and it's just whoever finishes the game first. <laughs> it's not well, a four scale. Scale, scale anymore. It's just whoever Josh. gets all eighteen holes done
2: first.
0: Are you allowed to like play dirty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's like I could take
2: that, that, your that, that putter that and throw in the sand trap. Yeah, it does, uh, but I, it would fix golf. Yet. No, you can't fix Josh golf because it's a beautiful sport and it will never, ever be. I uh, that gives me another idea though. Like, what if, what if they uh, like each professional player had to go on a mini golf course and someone just recorded that live and they just went through all, all of the holes on a mini golf course and they took turns. Oh, here comes the gorilla! I would watch that. Oh, I'd watch that. I would legitimately <laughs> watch that. That's how bored I am right now. I am looking for anything to do. <laughs> see, that's weird. I don't have that problem. Maybe having three kids means I'm never looking for stuff to do. I do not have the free. This, no, I this watch free... that
1: any time. Just, just because. Yeah, r- yeah unrelated time. Unrelated. I, I just,
2: I'm just amusing people. Give me the whole uh, like free free time thing. I'm just like, oh, that must be a nice problem to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have it.
1: Yeah, I've but, not had free you... time
2: since 2008. <sighs> see, Even where's... as a
1: single guy, I'm not exactly swimming in free
2: time. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you were just yeah. I I guess I didn't want to ruin your joke. Now, let's be honest, we don't have free time, guys. Who are we kidding? <sighs> no, no. Anytime I have free time, like I'm sitting there, like watching TV, I feel guilty. I'm like, I should be making content, right?
3: Now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. always well, that's a why weird I don't feeling. feel mm-hmm.
0: guilty when like um I'm watching Tiger King, and I'm like, I'm gonna find a way to shoehorn this into a podcast
2: conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like you start playing a game, you're like,
1: should I be streaming this?
2: You know what? Yeah. I, I'm yeah. going to do a Tiger King poll just for you next week, Rich. It's going to happen. Right. Uh, it's so good. Then, Ask people about John Findlay. <laughs> dude, I, my wife watched it without me, and I'm pissed. We'll talk about that next week. I'm going to go watch it again, um, just because I, I have to know more about yeah. the magic of Tiger King. Yeah, I think my wife has Love finished Joe it exotic. as well.
1: Like, oddly enough, we've been talking about not having a lot of time. My wife has a lot more time than me because she is immunocompromised. So basically, anytime I've got to go... Do something with the kids or anything like that. She's she's been permanently stuck in the house for. So she
2: knows all about Joe
1: Exotic. Yes, exactly. Man,
2: yeah. Um. All right. Uh. This was kind of a funny one. Did you obsess over goosebumps as a kid? Eighty percent of our audience said yes. They did obsess over goosebumps.
3: Boom! Hmm. Boom! 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 Boom!
2: Viewer beware! You're in for a
1: scare.
3: Dun! dun, 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 dun.
1: Yes, I, I, too, remember the sound effects from those books.
0: <laughs> yep. My favorite Morgan. <laughs> no, Morgan, we were talking about the books. <laughs> oh, shit.
2: <laughs> no. Uh,
0: you remember reading?
2: Uh, dude, I remember when the Goosebumps TV show premiered, though. It was, like, such an exciting thing for me as a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I taped it on VCR. I watched it over and over again. They had that music. I was like, damn. My, my daughter watches them now, and they're really awful. It's so terrible so dumb but um but the point was like those, that original book design the look of the the goosebumps logo and all the colors and the art like i used to just like kind of cherish those as a kid and i don't remember any of the stories though so i i really don't know i think it was just some brilliant marketing strategy yeah, the only one i was... remember
1: is click because for some reason adam sandler remade it <laughs> click no yeah. what was the actual name of it it was click
2: it was Click?
1: There was, was a Goosebumps
2: book called Click? It was
1: Click, and it was the story basically verbatim. Get Except it was, you know, a kid, because the whole series was about kids. But other Ooh. than that, basically the same. What about
2: the Beast from the East, though? I like to imagine that one, one morning that.
0: <laughs> one morning Adam Sandler came in with a uh, Goosebumps with copy of it. book, and he was like, <laughs> I found this great <laughs> script treatment,
2: we gotta make this movie! That would be amazing. True story, I drew the cover for Beasts from the East for a, a contest in whatever, second or third grade, and I won the contest. Uh, it was an art contest, and I just, like, did my version of the cover, and I won. Second place! And I never... <laughs> forget- That's not winning. <laughs> the build up to the- you were just the first one to lose. <laughs> I remember to this day, the fucking kid that beat me, too, and I was real pissed. About it. Anyways, Goosebumps. <laughs> so... <laughs> Random facts for you guys. R. L. Stein is the fifteenth richest author as of about a year and a half ago. His net worth is two hundred million dollars.
0: Uh yeah, I'd imagine that thing's been franchised to high hell. It's and he's gotta be making a lot of money not again. The they did two movies recently. Yeah,
1: yeah that alone has probably That's helped true. a lot.
2: And the movies were supposedly not terrible. Um... They weren't terrible.
1: They weren't great either, but they were <laughs> inoffensive sure as far as kids, kids movies,
2: movies they go. were no flubber yeah. <laughs> no flubber Nothing i is, love webo so yeah there's a- guess who's the richest author in the world stephen
0: king stephen king no richard bachman oh no. george, R-
1: george R. R- martin
2: joke? for sure no fuck that come on
1: think about this for two seconds why would it
2: be jk rowling it's who wrote the bible yes, yes. exactly
1: like think about yeah
0: JK, yeah. Ron. once you said think yeah. about it for a second i'm like oh duh yeah
2: <laughs> harry potter no no i refuse yeah, harry potter nobody cares about that it's it's huge but like yeah. come on those books have been done forever
1: and the movies no one she didn't make any money the off of that eight, uh, or, or eight all the games the broadway <laughs> You're right th- I, the I remember play.
2: universal studios going to the game of thrones ride oh wait
0: also, I can't believe you guessed Game of Thrones. I never would have guessed that. What? No, but no, they no. Made There's so no much way. money. He's not even show. in the
2: top 15. Eventually, based off oh, royalties
1: for just rewatching that, possibly he could get in the ballpark. But no, that's just.
2: He gets paid. Yeah, once in you said it, JK Rowling's the bloom. obvious answer. Takes. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, for sure. You know who actually makes more money or who has made more money than Stephen King? I think Stephen King was six or seven on that list. Paolo Colo is the fifth richest author in the world. He has $500 million. I really feel What's like my, my Richard Bachman joke went unnoticed. Wow. Legend. Dean Koontz is probably on there somewhere too, I would guess. I believe he was. Daniel Steele was on you, there. Richard Bachman and Stephen King are the same person. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. Don't lie to me. Um, all right, well, that's fascinating, but as we move on to the next question which we already talked about earlier which game has occupied more of your time in devotion since friday 60 percent of our audience said animal crossing um is tom nook a great porn star name 70 percent of the audience said yes tom nook is a great porn star name
0: well only if the porno is tom nook in nook's cranny well you can do whatever you want with it rich there's no
2: there's no rules here okay
0: I can't do whatever I want with it, because I keep getting those cease and desist from Nintendo. <laughs>
2: the, the byline is, dude, cut it out. In, in doing my research, I may have stumbled across Animal Crossing porn, and it was very weird. I'm just going to tell you that. You definitely watched the whole thing. I, <laughs> well, I mean, you don't just watch a little bit of it. Well, yeah, I was
0: doing research for the podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, that is a happy world, and there's nothing quite like seeing it being um, destroyed for my very own. Fucked hour. in? <laughs> the villager apparently is, uh... But Tom, well I don't endowed. have the bells to pay off this loan. <laughs> I had no idea the villager was so well-endowed. Is there any other arrangement we could come up with? <laughs> well, I'm sure something will work. Is that Isabelle's voice? Why Isabel? don't you take the lump so Isabelle sounds like a smoking grandma. I'm sure we can work something out. <laughs> Like well, yeah, smoking like cigarette smoking, not smoking. You know what I mean? Not Jim
3: <coughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, We can work something out. <laughs> Tommy, get over here. She has a <laughs> Timmy. I like Tommy. My smoking voice is my smoking voice is always someone who's had a tracheotomy. That's always the smoking voice I revert to. It's a good smoking yeah. voice. Dude, I swear to that was the most horrific thing in my young adult life is like I was stocking shelves when I used to work at Coca-Cola and this person asked me like, Hey, do you have anything? And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is that noise? And then like, she, like she was scratching her throat and lifted her scarf down a bit and there's a giant hole in her throat. And I was like, what the fuck? Like my, my face yeah, changed. I, I could see getting
0: thrown if you're not like prepared for that, you know?
2: Dude, I never heard of or seen a tracheotomy in my life. Totally, totally blew How
0: the f- yeah. was like public a school thing. Without, did you not see Saw Six? <laughs> well, not just that. Like, <laughs> I didn't. That what is in there? One in 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 every six? anti-smoking
1: ad for the nineties. No, 90s. there's. But I guess you're just a youngin. I... Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: it's true. I guess I, I dare. I, I don't remember which one. Uh, in one of the Saw movies, one of the detectives is like getting drowned, and he like performs a tracheotomy on himself by shoving a pen through his neck so he can breathe. Oh my God,
2: are you fucking kidding me? That's, that's
0: that's that's in a saw film. Jesus. That's that's brutal, pretty awesome. Dude.
2: Josh, to answer your question, like we had to watch a video in high school of like them trying to get us not to smoke, and I remember this guy is like, Yeah, I collected all the mucus I, I coughed up today, and he has like a giant bucket and he's just dipping his hand in his mucus, and we're like, Why the fuck are we watching this? Just this dude just playing with his own mucus and just like oh. he's picking it up. <laughs> and kids he goes to the store and sells that at market there's a really fucked have has anybody here seen the show workaholics yeah there's a really gross scene with a trachea like a hole like in this like smoke i think she's smoking out of it Uh, and there's like all this gunk in there and this guy like sucks it out of the hole like puts his mouth on the hole of the neck and just sucks all the weird fluid out of this Stop looking up porn on company time. I'll, 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 try, I'll find the clip for you guys. It's pretty It's pretty gross. I was going to say, that wasn't workaholics, Morgan. That was a video you watched on Pornhub last night. No, that was definitely workaholics, and let me tell you, it was a weird. Um, I, was a, under, I feel like we're... Speaking <laughs> like, of mucus... They're like, they're like, I did jerk off to it, but that's not... The, <laughs> Look, we're Speaking no of mucus, here. don't you have a poll on that, Morgan? If I did, I do, if I did a poll, have you ever jerked off to a tracheometry hole? Do you think that... Tracheometry? <laughs> tracheometry? I didn't learn that math class. <laughs> did I after Algebra 2 Trigonometry? Trigonometry. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um... Are you into spitting in your mouth during sexy time? 85% of our audience said no. They are not into spitting. Um, Brought this up because I've never actually met anyone that is into the spitting, but I know it's a thing that people are into. Now tell me I'm scum. I have a thing with saliva, as you guys know, and even kissing to some degree. So, like, the idea of someone spitting into my mouth is weird. I would spit into somebody else's mouth any day of the week. So... But like prost- prostitute rules when you're having sex, then <laughs> I, I would spit, but I don't want someone to spit in my mouth. What about you guys?
0: I don't want to spit or uh... be spit in the mouth of.
2: So neither, okay. But if someone wanted you to spit in their mouth, you'd be grossed out by it. It's I mean it's not really much different. Than a weird request. Kissing someone, like like French kissing, it's not much different. Except it's a concentrated globule. Yes, it's psychological, I agree. Like, it's not that drastically different, but it's just, like, psych- seeing a big glob of spit. Oh, I'm not saying it's weird on the
0: fluid exchange point. It's just, it, it is all the delivery. Like, that's yes, strange to me. Yes.
2: The big can't believe we're having this wild. conversation. Sure. The loogie. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to imagine, I just want to imagine, Morgan, you're having sex with someone, and you're on your back. I don't care if it's your wife or whoever you want to imagine, I'm that, not here to okay. judge. But then, the, like, the woman's just, like, gets this little beat of spit and she's like trying to aim it and she's not even telling you and you're like what's going on no, she just on? holds and you down like, and lets it dangle slowly oh. open your mouth yeah. <laughs> like like that big daddy scene where he eats all that ketchup and he's like <laughs> hawking it <laughs> this is the part of the show where literally and, all of our fans unsubscribe and much like I the just scene in big daddy
0: for some reason Jon Stewart is there
2: patreon.com slash oh, man. yeah it's uh it's Simpler times. <laughs> I look, man. I'm not going to go into details, but I've had some people that have been in some weird, strange stuff, some violent stuff that made me uncomfortable. But I've never had anyone want ask me to spit in their mouth, and I'm kind of sad about it. So I asked my wife to see if she'll let me do it, just so I can say I did it. It's it's, it's okay. so what it is. You wait, you want wait wait do you do you want to be the catcher or do you want to be the pitcher in that situation? The pitcher. You wait, you want to spit in her mouth? Yes. Ugh, um, I would. I, yes yeah no that's like well how about this my wife Uh, had a good theory. please we don't need to make concessions my wife had a good theory she said look it's a more common than you think it is but generally because women like degradation um it's when our fan base is probably 70 30 60 40 you know it's it's most of our fan base is men if we're being honest and she said that That is probably why they came back that way. She thinks he'd come back a little higher because, you know, there's not a lot of men who are into being just beat up and spit on and all that stuff. But it's more common um, among the female fetishes from what she told me. And she's really immersed in that world. So,
1: I think those numbers are about right, even considering the gender difference, though.
2: I'm just throwing a theory out there for you. I mean,
1: sure, more common than that, possibly, but still. I don't think it's that. kind I don't of know, it. dude.
2: That's just her theory. I got to. I got you know. to be. Sh- I got to be straight. I've heard from friends because I've never um, partaken myself or part. Yeah, I've never partaken in it myself. But or distributed. Uh, my friends have watched um, <laughs> porn before, and but you um, never have.
3: Never, <laughs> never.
2: And um, I've de- <laughs> or I mean, my friends have definitely seen. <laughs> my friends have definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely seen many kinds of porn, like ones where like metal rod is shoved in the urethra. Whoa, of a whoa, man to whoa. whoa. Oh, God, dude, that's not happening? porn. That's torture porn. Come on, we have a like, lot. Like, I've here. seen things of that nature, but I, my friend uh, has never seen um, porn where a person spits into another person's mouth. I've seen, <laughs> or I mean, my friend has seen uh, spit. <laughs> Spinning You're on making face, this whole conversation
1: so much more difficult than it needs to be by insisting your friend is watching this porn, you know.
2: Yeah, we well, my, could just have a My friend lo- loves... <laughs> What's the friend's name? friend loves name? to talk po- about porn.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so, Alright, Morgan, but, why did you tell Shay
2: about these things? I... <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good stuff okay and uh so that's it people want to spit in last one is tom nook a good guy or is he evil and i found a kk slider version of bad guy by whatever her name is billy eilish um let's see here 65 percent of our audience said he's evil and i disagree tom nook is a good guy he's misunderstood and uh i refuse to believe that that cute little bit honestly he's just so cute i cannot refuse i refuse to believe anything that cute could be evil and that is my downfall in life and i will stick to that opinion
0: morgan the first thing he says to you like not the first thing but like the first night on the island he like comes to your tent in the middle of the night he's like by the way i just wanted to make sure you got your bill
2: (laughs) Uh uh-huh and that's what a caring person would do he's looking out for me making sure i pay my bills on time right your bill to him yes yeah, he's making sure I'm paying him what time. Um do you have any more examples of things that are are terrible about him cuz Ca- capitalism So I'm the only one here who I mean who there's that, but at easy.
1: least he doesn't rent land. I mean he Yeah, it's true. Can, he only selling considering sells. his position on that island, he could force you to continually pay it's true. him. True. And he it's just true. that's true. he doesn't.
0: He just finds unique ways to be like house looks great. I yeah. think he'll look better.
1: Yeah, it's less about him just c- being completely, you know, soulless as far as, you know, the worst and of capitalism, but he's, he's definitely a car salesman. He, he, he upsells you constantly. And he also
2: doesn't charge constantly. interest on those loans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. I, look, I think he's just misunderstood. I mean, he's a shrewd businessman, but is he evil? Are businessmen evil?
3: He, yes. yes.
2: He gave me a new life. I had As someone who works with a lot of
1: car sales. I was on the yes.
2: run from the law, man. I, oh, I was l- let me tell I, you. I didn't
1: mean it quite like that when I was calling him a car salesman, Rich. I, I didn't think that car
0: salesmen
3: are evil.
2: <laughs> uh, he gave me a fresh start, and I'll forever be indebted to him for that. And I would never have met Frobert if it wasn't for him, goddammit. How could he be evil? I met uh Zucker and Puddles on my own.
0: Puddles, two-
2: oh, that's a gr- puddle. Puddles, puddles is a lady frog. Oh, damn, actually, ooh, that's she's right. She's a
0: little red lady frog. I kind of like to introduce her to Frobert. You know,
2: maybe see if there's some sparks. And maybe she'll leave some puddles behind afterwards. You know what I mean? I don't. Please explain. <laughs> when a lady frog and a man frog love each other very much. I don't think you know shit about how frogs fuck. <laughs> <spark. laughs> <laughs> you know what? I really I don't actually know how frogs. I really fuck. don't know how frogs. Tell me, Shay. I know. Oh, let me tell you how frogs fuck. Okay, if there are a bunch <laughs> of male males who are looking for a female, they will swarm the female and hold her down and up like okay. Up to I'm sorry, like ten asked. to fifteen. Oh my we'll try and basically rape the same female frog at the same time. What? Are you serious? And they fight each other.
0: I'm not going 100%. to introduce Robert to puddles. <laughs>
1: I love how, are you serious? No, like 95% of sex in the animal kingdom is rape. Oh, like as far as, I, and I don't mean that in like a not asking for, for consent. That's fucking stupid. But I mean in the like actually very violent part of it. The aggressive
0: yeah. nature yeah. of it. Yeah.
2: But Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: Oh, and I do Oh, to there's say, no God here. I do. <laughs> and Jesus isn't coming this year. The Pope already said Jesus canceled. He's not coming back this year.
2: Puddles. Easter's canceled. Jesus you heard is about canceled. Puddles. Dude, I. to be honest, I, and by the way, I will say for clarity, it doesn't have to be a man frog and you know, a lady frog. Two men frog, two women frog. You know, all the frogs can live. That's one out. of the most important messages yeah.
0: Joe Exotic gets out yeah. right at the beginning
2: of Tiger King. I, I, yeah. I, you know, we don't discriminate chemicals Chemicals are putting in the water. Yeah. Our our example was a man and a lady frog, but I want to be clear. Frogs, it's just love. All frogs love each other, or none of in them. Case,
0: uh, thank Josh. I yeah, I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's They're true. putting
2: chemicals in the water. Oh no! <laughs> God damn, that frog has a vagina. Ain't They're a turning jam. our frogs gay. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. And I'm sure my wife is going to murder me now. Watch out for chemtrails, America. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. I want to thank everyone for checking out the show. And next week we'll be back with another crazy-ass podcast. I'm sure getting closer to Final Fantasy VII. Uh, If you do want to support us, again, patreon.com slash swordchomp. I'm going to bump it a lot this week, all sorts of tiers if you want to support us. I know it's a tough time right now, so there's no obligation, obviously. We're happy to do this content and enjoy it any way you can. But if you do want to support us, it is there. Patreon.com slash swordchomp. Thank you, Rich, for being here from New York. Uh, Che for being here from Japan. Um, Josh for being here from Michigan. And I, of course, am here from Montana. So let's get the fuck out of here. We will see you next week for an all-new chomp.
3: That frog has an
2: ass for an eye.